Hell yeah, man. Congratulations, dude. That's amazing. Hell yeah. Post Malone is uh, is getting a lot of views on YouTube. I don't know why. Bentley suggested it, and I said, "Gee, I don't know." Post Malone is. Um, I thought it was pretty good, man. Really I had to watch amazing. it a couple of times. He Did you? Worst! Oh my God! I'm not, I don't think I've ever been that high. Have you ever been that high? I don't think so. You guys ever? He's really that getting, high? getting a lot of views. I've been pretty high before. I man. wish. I would have I mean, he was feeling no pain. I wish I was God. that high. Yeah. What, and what made his voice come up? I don't know. That's awesome. awesome. He's, just really, he's just really excited about something that somebody uh, was telling him. <laughs> Amazement, Trudy. That's what made it go I thought it was he couldn't push words out because he seemed like he couldn't quite he push words out. I saw his mouth go up and down a couple times and no words, and then words started coming oh, out. Yeah, so, man. Right. <laughs> no, I got it all out there, man. It was weird. <laughs> Congratulations, anyway, dude. Uh, today, uh, we hit 7,500 YouTube subscribers. Woo! Oh, hell yeah, Yeehaw. man. <laughs> Exciting. We're... Uh, no, we're about halfway to where I was hoping we would end up. I, I'm not really ballyhooing anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Wow. Done with the life goals. <laughs> Can't take the win? I, I don't know. I just am not so sure of myself, I guess. How many days has this actually been for this? It's been um, it's been a little over, just about two months. Oh. So, but the thing is, you know, so, when you first Seven years, start, according to the channel. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> what a flop. <laughs> uh, it's, down, it's about 30 people a day and actually the last few days Bentley Bentley is getting a lot better at this and he and I go back and forth on stuff I think we're getting there dude yeah. feel good about it and today is our seven year anniversary Aww. how about that we're our anniversary gifts congratulations dude that's amazing thank you post <laughs> yes yeah, seven years holy shit you know what? It seems like it's been seven years. I, I could say, oh, my God, it seems like it's been a year, but it seems like it's been seven years. I don't know why. It's like it's been seven years. Happy anniversary, a-hole. <laughs> Maybe it does seem like more than seven. I don't know. It seems like about right to me. Anyway, thanks, everybody, for listening. Those of you who... We have people uh, jumping on the bandwagon lately. There's people finding us through YouTube now. Not a, a zillion, but I have gotten some messages from people who said, oh, my God, I had no idea. <laughs> I listen to podcasts all the time. Yeah, and I kind of yeah, feel like, okay. how did, what what corner of the earth are you living in? Really? I know, I know. There's people who. I guess, you know, when you're sort of living in podcast world, it's not like radio where you get mentioned just mm-hmm. gratuitously here and there in the news. Or you're on a radio in their car and it's easy. I know. So. It's, uh, you know, podcasting was so brand new in 2016. It was so different then. I feel so much better about it now. Plus, just surviving all this time. Who was the guy who said good luck with your podcast? <laughs> who oh, was that guy? It wasn't Barney, was it? Um, no, no, it was... Um, it was the beginning, right? It was Bob G- Gillow? Gillow? Good luck with the podcast. Oh, that's the guy that went to Trump <laughs> University? Is that good who luck that is? With the podcast. Is that who that is? He was a good guest. Oh, boy, Trump's in the news today, too. All right. Well, uh, let's do what uh, is making people listen to us for some crazy reason for seven years. What's popping? We're in the dealsnadie.com studios and Hall Financial. Oh, they've been a good sponsor. If you think it might be time to buy, the first call to make is to Hall Financial. They have a ton of great programs right now that can save you money off your rate. 
and help you with down payment assistance. This week, they announced a 1% down program with up to $4,000 in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. Such a deal. Or if you're thinking about a refi or maybe spring summer renovations or second home, go to the website and click the link to get started for their above and beyond five-star service just for our listeners. If it's a refi or whatever it is, call 866-CALL-HALL. Make sure to tell them we sent you. And, okay, a seven years, 7,500. Um, oh, you know what else I noticed on YouTube? There's a commercial for Jesus right before the butt mic video. That's, that seems about right. That's how careful they are about selecting videos for advertisers. What's Jesus pushing? Jesus is pushing Jesus. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if it's still running. You know what, though? They are really, I don't know if you looked at the back end stuff and just the stuff that is limited monetization because of advertising blows my mind. I I know. Wait, what? It's kind of galling. When you look at the, like the, 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 there's so much information on YouTube studios of like what can be monetized and what can't be monetized. Some of the subject matter, like, "Eh, that's limited monetization because of our advertisers. It's like, why? Because a girl queefed? Okay, it's maybe natural. that one's okay. But it's there's a very some there's, natural thing. There's some stuff that we've talked about that I was just blown away that it's like, really? That is going to be limited monetization, yet people can kill themselves and f- Ford gets to run an ad before it or whatever? Look how carefully. <laughs> yeah. Look how carefully, though, they can really keep track of certain things when they want to. Ah, uh, yeah. As we've well, learned. it's an algorithm, so they just play it unusually safe. Goodbye, Quaffy Quaff. <laughs> Same as though you've quaffed your last you hear that? That's monetization going down. <laughs> well, we'll be sure not to include that in today's video. Uh, I want to start with uh, Jamie Foxx because Jamie Foxx is still hospitalized and friends were asking for prayers. And it was, uh, I noticed there's a real turn in the coverage where people are like, ooh, this is uh, apparently serious. But everybody is kind of bugged, like, well, what is it? What's going on with Jamie Foxx? What do I pray pe- pe- for? People were so bothered by it that Jamie has broken his silence. Did you read his silence-breaking comment? Yeah, feeling blessed, appreciate the love with the praying hands. Yeah, how do we know he wrote that? No, he didn't. That sounds like the most generic thing ever. He didn't post that. No. All we know is there's a medical complication, but today, really, I think they had to say something because he's the host of Beat Shazam, yeah. the music lyric game. His daughter is the DJ, and... They've replaced him as host, and his daughter is also being replaced. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. So, but he's some, still in those commercials. Did you see, you got those. You see, you got the you Nick Cannon. They don't film those every day, Trudy. <laughs> really? You mentioned Nick Cannon is now the host. Did you see who the new DJ is? No. Oh, it's is it Jack Osborne or Kelly Osborne? Kelly. Kelly oh, Osborne. God, please, really. Nice of them to capitalize on the tragedy of Jamie Foxx's illness. <laughs> Why does the world owe the Osborne brats a living? Because know. we like Ozzy's music, so now we're we're cursed yeah. with Jack and Kelly forever. 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 I don't get it. I love how uh, Sharon's like, I am so tired of Ozzy being around the house. She wants to get him back out there working. Yeah, well, he is. Make, he's make doing money. some ass out there. Doing some gigs, right? Yeah, he's doing that least power trip, yeah. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think's going on with Fox? I, You know, okay. Stroke? Uh, there's a, a, yeah. Okay, stroke is, is probably my strongest feeling is stroke, heart attack, something like that. But I was going back and forth with somebody today who was saying they were wondering if it was some kind of a drug thing, like oh. some recreational drug that was, you know, spiked with something or... Oh. 
Well, that's, AIDS. A, that's a much better story, but I guess he's had a history of hypertension. Oh, okay, no. but why the secretiveness? Why? Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, honestly, yeah, maybe AIDS. it's nobody's business. No, it is nobody. I agree, it's nobody's business. But when you're in the hospital for three weeks right. and you're asking for prayers, people start speculating and wondering, and it's almost worse than what the truth AIDS. is. Brandon, this is no place for this stroke. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, isn't the speculation worse yeah. than what? Yeah. Unless it's really Unless bad. It's really bad, but, how, but you start yeah. thinking it is really bad. Brandon. It's not me. <laughs> what? I would have He's, faded it in. But my first choice was stroke. Yeah. He's so healthy, though, seemingly. I know. I, that's it. it the reason it really bothers me is because every time I see Jamie Foxx, I, first of all, he's very likable. And I always think, now there's a guy who just has it made. Right. He's just got it all. He can sing, he can act, he can do anything. Everything he does seems to t turn to gold. He's got... Uh, he can gamble. What's that? He can gamble. Yeah. Those ads are still running, by the way. Yeah. He's nailed Katie Holmes. Where, didn't you, you oh. and I see one down here? In Stacey Dash? Yeah, yeah. Although, he's cucked by Tom Cruise. Yeah, he was. He couldn't talk about being with Katie. He banged oh. Stacey Keebler? Yeah, except he was the one hosing her. <laughs> That's he true. was the ultimate hose. True, yeah. But yeah, that that is that is cockish though to not be able to tell people. Although you know what, I don't think he wanted to tell people. I think he yeah, liked it because it gave him nice. freedom. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, I think she busted him nailing somebody else. <laughs> yeah. And hey, it's Jamie Fox, man. Yeah. Don't you think it's a little weird that those MGM ads are still running nonstop? Yeah, yeah, it is weird. Well, I, you know, a little. I bit think it's kind of a little tasteless, that's, honestly. Probably tastes like is... playing the Stroke song. Fikers still, you know, advertising. Yeah, but he's still working. Remember, but that's it. That is his his firm. his choice his too. Firm. I mean, that's probably his right. choice. Yeah, and it's you know his his colleagues that are sort of the army of one. Is that is interesting. Saying? The new ads have all the other attorneys at Figer's office featured in them. It's the first time I've seen the other attorneys there. And by the way, I hope, he's, I hope he's well. Yeah, of course. So both of them are. Yeah. No, the world would be a less interesting place without Jeffrey Figer. I think <laughs> yes. that can be said safely. For sure. Um, that was a, an interesting article ML did on his desire to get, is it disability or money or retirement money? Insurance. Or? It was uh, Lloyd's, him versus Lloyd's of London. Um, just It's disability insurance. It's a huge writer, too. Yeah, and he, he has suggested that he can no longer practice law in courtrooms because of, you know, it's not good for his health. But he has practicing law in <laughs> he's a practiced a few cases, and I think he was busted for that, so... I don't know. It looks to me like a fight to the dollar. He he. It's really kind of fun watching those lawyers battle in ML's article. He was writing about how um, Lloyd's of London defaulted because they didn't respond in time. You know how you you only have a certain amount of time. Yeah, to respond. that was odd, and it was really their fault. They put the wrong address down. Oh my then, god! I know. Which really a Duh. lawyer for Lloyd's of London, but their response was, "Well, they're pushing this through. They're fast tracking it. They're trying to catch us on our toes, or you know, catch us off guard." Well, apparently they did. Yeah. They have no one to blame but themselves. And Charlie had a, uh, speaking of our Red Shovel brethren. studio mm -hmm. uh, brethren, yes. Uh, Charlie had a great article today on, on something that just kind of blew my mind. And that's Dana Nessel <laughs> apparently was on some pretty swanky trip to Turks and Caicos, staying in an $8,900 a night Penthouse. Yeah. Oh, I want to stay in an $8,900. I do, too. I want to stay there. I want to stay in that penthouse. And it's all apparently totally legal. Yeah, paid for by an attorney in Traverse City, it's firm a, in Traverse City, who donated $7,500 to her campaign last time. 
Wow, isn't that interesting? Gee, I wonder if she would ever favor that person if something came up. No, because Clarence Shit. Thomas doesn't get in trouble for any of that, so she could take it to the Supreme Court. Same and thing. Be like, still, yeah, girl. Well, same thing. Still legal, but it's not yeah. right. Yeah, no, doesn't it's wrong. It's, ethical. it's It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally, I, I, I'm stunned that she would do that. She and her. Really, I'm not. <laughs> not stunned she would. Do who is that. who is her partner? Her spouse? Oh uh, gosh, I can't remember. Is it a, is it a man? No, no, no. She's a lesbian. She's a lesbian. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's, it's a woman. Because I, I was going to say yeah. the name was Elena McGuire. Yeah, Elena McGuire. Okay, I didn't know. I did not know that. Yeah, that she liked women that way. Hot. I think she was. Yeah. Oh boy, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought she was married to a guy at one point. Because doesn't she have kids and yeah, whatever. Oh, is that okay? I think so. I'm not well, positive. So she. I could just both. totally be talking well, out of my ass. Very right little now. information here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, uh, you know, the Clarence Thomas thing is repulsive. And, of course, oh, there's no politics discussed ever on these trips. This guy just pays for me to go on these fancy yachts. He pays me to go to this, this beautiful luxury, uh, you know. What the? F- are you fucking kidding me? Clarence Thomas can't pay for that? Why does he fucking pay for it? Why does he reimburse the guy? Why would he have to if that guy's taking him? Seriously. I, well, doesn't he have any pride? Oh God, no! <laughs> would you? Why would he? Would you want a, a friend of yours to take you on a swanky vacation and just pay nothing? Yeah, I, I prefer that. Okay, but okay. Well, I mean, I'd accept. Depends on. <laughs> I just feel not, like, but not you're not. If, no, but you're you not, can't. You're not on the Supreme out. Court. Not if that's He's not on if the Supreme Court. Yeah. If you're an attorney general or you're on the Supreme Court, I would say absolutely no. Yeah, it's Unless, funny. Uh, except I think in these cases, it's like, well, I really want to go on that trip, but I don't want to pay for it. But I really want to go. Well, and he's their oldest friend. And nobody will ever know except that Charlie found out. And by the way, did anyone else? Does anyone else ever no. find these things out besides no. Charlie? No. Nobody finds out that Gretchen Whitmer in the middle of COVID, where she's telling people not to go anywhere, she's flying to, to Florida, and that's okay. Did they print the pictures too? Because Charlie pulled the pictures off of social media because one of the four put the pictures up there. Oops. Yeah, the pictures have been deleted from social media. I'm sure he has screen grabs. I, I didn't see the pictures. He hasn't shared them with me. I asked him uh, the other day. He said he did, so I didn't know if they had printed it in the in the Detroit news. What, what? Last Thursday, he had Mike Cox on, and so this, which by the way, really good interview, hour and a half, which is you know, fifty um, percent longer than Charlie normally does, and some of the ethics stuff was coming up with Cox, and he was telling a story about how when he first became AG, uh, he was taking a flight somewhere on Delta, and they just bumped him up to first class without his, you know, knowledge or anything, and they were like, hey, you know, here you go, and he's like. Uh uh-uh. uh, can't do that. You know, he's like, he was really kind of excited, but then at the same time, he's like, no. But then he he likes that when that happens because now he just gives his seat up to somebody. He switches it with somebody else. Oh, that's great. So he likes being the guy to hand out the first class ticket Aww. when he, when he was AG, not anymore. But yeah. Well, why why did uh, why are they deleting the social media posts if there's nothing wrong with it? Why are they deleting the posts? It's unethical. Well, then uh, why would she acknowledge? Why would she return a phone call and apologize maybe to people who voted for her, saying, you know, yeah, hey, I really shouldn't have done that. Wouldn't that be the right thing to do? Yeah, but it's easier to say nothing and hope no one ever notices. Yep. But someone always notices. That's, that's the, way, the it, uh, way it goes. Well, I'm drag queen for every school. I didn't know Dana Nessel that well. That's that's the main thing I know about Dana Nessel right now. I don't know that much about her, <laughs> but I know that, enough. and I know she likes women, and that's okay. She that's likes fine. drinking at uh, MSU games. Oh, yeah, that's right. She Michigan. had to be carried out of Michigan State. I know two things about Dana Nessel now. You don't know anything about her attorney general activities? Not really. No. <laughs> She let that one um, boring. head of that gym turn himself in, and then he stopped and killed himself on the way instead of going and picking him up. Do you remember that story? The head of Twister's gym, the whole Nasser thing? 
Oh yeah, that was messy. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I know three things about it. I, I, Wait, she I, let she let him turn himself in, and yeah. then he just he pulled over at a rest stop, I believe, and killed himself. Yeah, but he took care of it. We'll say this: she sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, she wants to go to Turks and Caicos and stay in this nice penthouse. She Loves gets drinking. she over gets overserved at the Michigan State Michigan game. So she sounds like she's honestly fun to hang out with. If she had any legitimate um, investigations in anything? Would would I care as much? No. But the fact that they're I, tell me one thing: she's investigated. Worth a shit. Well, she wanted to investigate... Flint? She fucked up Flint. She wanted to investigate Oxford, and Oxford would not allow her to. And I, I wish Oxford had allowed her to, because I don't trust these... When these school systems hire people to invest... How can they possibly say that sure. they're really objective? Well, they're, they're paying for it. No, by virtue of them paying the bill. Yeah. They know they're going to get the benefit of the doubt. Oh, Maybe yeah. not much doubt in that case, but... All right, well, uh, important things, really important things. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was announced today, <laughs> and I, okay, I'll just read the two lists, and you tell me which list you, the listener, think got in, because I'm going to read the list of the group that did get in and the group that didn't get in. All right, list number one, Soundgarden, White Stripes, Iron Maiden, Warren Zevon, Joy Division, New Order, Cindy Lauper, A Tribe Called Quest. Group two. Rage Against the Machine, George Michael, Willie Nelson, Sheryl Crow, The Spinners, Missy Elliott, and Kate Bush. There's no doubt. The first one. Second one is the are the new uh, members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Soundgarden, White Stripes, Iron Maiden, Warren Zevon, Joy Division, New Order, Cindy Lauper, Tribe Called Quest. They can go suck it. <laughs> it's Unbelievable. It's the fifth try for Soundgarden. That's Chris Cornell. I can't, I can't believe it. One I of the really, most amazing voices in rock and roll. Oh, the best really male voice ever. Yeah. I feel Three like bands. I, I kind of felt like I would have liked to have seen White Stripes get in their first year. I think they're that good. Yeah. Um, well, definitely Jack should be, but I don't know how that works. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, he established the band before he did yeah. his solo career. Yeah, so. so his solo career will come along. He'll yeah. have a, well, anyway, yeah. it's it just is wrong. And I don't. it's kind of becoming a joke to me now because I... I feel like the people snubbed belong in, and there's people in there that where I'm going, do they really feel they're in the Hall of Fame? Because I don't really feel like they are. I don't, I don't feel like they earned Well, the Missy Elliott's in because she's the first female like hip-hop star to be inducted. That's the only reason. So no. do they needed they wanted to have a female, so they just put her in? Female hip-hop star, yeah. Kate Bush, uh, they can put Stranger Things in while they're at it. They might as well. <laughs> I don't, I've never understood Kate Bush. Wasn't Boy. Kate Bush like for a second on the charts on rock stations back in no. the 90s? No. No. Not never? I, just for a second. Maybe yeah, just 80s br- maybe a little tiny bit. Or maybe, not it, much. Was, maybe it was 89X because they had a little more fluid. They probably played some. I, she was big in the UK. But not, not well, she really go, big she go in their Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, See, I don't, if they're hanging that shingle of Bush. the rock and roll hall, I know everybody's like, well, then they should be the music Hall of Fame. But should. Yeah, they should. Or, like, I looked up Guns N' Roses today. They went in in 2012 and they were, let's see, they went in with the Chili Peppers, Donovan, um, Small Faces. Great band. A group of, you know, a tight group of rock and rollers. All that of was them. a great year, too. I mean, I remember watching that. Next year, the Hall of Fame is going to put Dylan Mulvaney in. <laughs> Probably. They're that way. I think that they... What if they just put him in? And nobody will show up. They no insist, show up. insist that it has to be this way. And, uh... um, also getting in, in the special inductee category, Bernie Taupin, who's written all the, the lyrics for Elton John. Link Ray, the guitarist. Al oh, Cooper, yeah. who's played with everybody. Chaka Khan. He has a cat, Al Cooper. 
No, that's oh. that's Al Stewart. Oh. That's a great song, though. I like that song. What song? The cat. You're the cat. What is that? I, it might be because it was my senior year in high school Al that Stewart. I. I remember <laughs> hearing that on the way to baseball games a lot. It was a very memorable year in my life. Pumped up on the way to baseball games. You're the cat. It just played a lot. It was just on the radio. It was a hit at that time. Yeah, a lot of piano. Fuck cat! I have um, never heard this before. It's kind of a melancholy tune. Oh, he a cat boy. DJ Cool Herc is going in. And Don Cornelius, who's been accused of some really (laughs) major Me Too stuff. I don't know how he made it. Mr. Al Stewart, ladies and gentlemen. On a morning from a forgotten <laughs> oh my god You listen to that on the way to baseball games It was like every third song It was a huge oh, hit no. He had another song That, that also sounds similarly weird Wait, my phone Well, I uh, was, read them to you Yeah, I was, I was trying to think so of The what, next biggest hit is On the Border Oh, On the Border, yeah And I'm there's Time Passages Time Passages Time Passages <laughs> I got the seven minute song <laughs> I'm Who jumping the hell away. Is Alf Time passages. He's the guy that sings like this. Time passages. He's currently touring. Well, I'm not the kind <laughs> no. to live in the past. The years run too short, and the days go fast. Oh my God! Things you lean on. Bill Stewart is in Ann Arbor. Right now? At the Ark, May 22nd. We could all go. Time passages. (laughs) Jury should go and sing like that in the audience. (laughs) Time passages. Buy me a ticket on the last train home tonight. (laughs) The titles of his songs are terrible. You're the cat, time passages, on the board or whatever. A small fruit song. I don't know that. That's Merlin's time. End of the day. Midas's the shadow. End of the day. Lord Grenville. <laughs> Sand in your shoes. Lord and then, Grenville. And then he apparently ran out of titles and just named a song "Song on the Radio." <laughs> oh, wait. You know how that song goes. Radio. Song wait, on the radio. Where does that song go? I think I know that song. Song on the radio. You turn me name. on like a song on the radio. That's a great Catchy. name. Radio. You're on my mind, like a mind. song on the radio. Oh, okay. Turn that shit down. <laughs> You're on my mind. So everybody go see him at the Ark. Let's get him okay. on. <laughs> uh, wait, when's he at the Ark? The 22nd. Okay. Are you free? Uh, yeah. Let's, oh, let's yeah. go see Al Stewart. Oh, my hips. Jeez, I can't go. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my hip, too. Shit. Hey, you know what? Um, Somebody sent me something today that I thought was worth uh, noting. It is a cover. It's the first cover I've ever heard. I sent it to you, Brandon. The Hollywood Vampires. Those are people who died, died with Johnny Depp on lead vocal. Really? Alice is singing backup. Wow. And Joe Perry and Johnny are willing away. I mean, it's a, it's, it looks like it's a fun song to play in the guitar. Probably not terribly challenging, but I think Joe mixes it up a little bit. 
Oh, wow. Time for a little sermon. Wow. Yeah, let's get Johnny Depp out here. Puppy Shalomar. This is Alicito moving to the backup mic. Wow, Johnny. His square head is is back to normal again. <laughs> well, because of his haircut. Yeah, that's that's a goofy haircut. She pulled the plug. That's what the effect. God, he was a friend of mine. Just died! I, I think I'm back in love with Johnny Depp. Not me. Oh, too many rings. Yeah, nice flair. Rings. The problem is remembering the words to this song. There's so many words. Well, thankfully, he's got a teleprompter in front of him on the ground here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, between the two, very between the two monitors, yeah. Oh my god, he's got so much bling on. I know. He has 48 rings on. How do you fit that many rings on your fingers? <laughs> he needs to bury those <laughs> in his <laughs> next Savage commercial. song is for you, my brother. Who else is in this band? Uh, Joe nine, Perry? Nine Alice other guitarists. Who's that dude? <laughs> nine guitarists. This is blonde guy, or gray, or whatever. Oh, Johnny! Uh, no, that's Joe. Oh, yeah, that is. <laughs> Did you ever get a perm? <laughs> I think Alice Cooper looks way cooler than Johnny Depp! Die! 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 A lot of people have to die in this song. <laughs> I like it. That's cool. Yeah, it is. I, I love song. Jim Carroll's version. I mean, that's the ultimate to me. I, I feel like breaking up with uh, Amber Heard really helped him. Oh, yeah. I this think is probably all pre-Amber Heard. Is it? Yeah. What's the date on it? Does it, it say? This is from 2015, actually, I think. Yeah. He was. That might be why he looks so good, Trudy. plowing into her at this time. Oh, oh. Well, well the, uh, the most... Uh, the item sent in the most to the show today is by far Jackson Mahomes <laughs> being arrested <laughs> for the aggravated sexual battery on the owner of a restaurant, which a lot of people saw the video of because it was available. And I feel a little bit guilty because I think I think a genie wish came true. <laughs> I feel a little bad. I hope I didn't make that happen. shit, Jackson. Is it is he out on bond? I just saw that he had a hundred thousand dollar bond. Hundred 
Really? Well, I'm just one. I would assume. Well, that his was a brother pretty, paid it or somebody paid it. That was a pretty aggressive assault. I have to yeah. say. I mean, uh-huh. oh, um, so you're his, surprised his bond was that much? Yeah, I was at first. Hmm. Uh, Patrick was at the Met Gala with his gross wife. Uh, <laughs> perfect time to <laughs> arrest Jackson. You let her in. I know. I, was, I thought the same in. thing. I was like, what are all these athletes doing at the Met Gala? They're elite. They're influencers. I, I don't recall. You know, you're right. I think the Met Gala now, it's like all these worlds have merged, and everyone wants to be the biggest of the merged world. Now, it's not enough to be the best football player. You want to be, you want to have the biggest following, and it's strange. ML had, well, you met um, Tom. Tom is Trafalski, right? Yesterday that ML had on a show who's an NFL agent. We are talking about that, and that's why William Moore's Endeavor is such a huge agency now with athletes, because... They all want to be part of the entertainment world as well. Wow. Well, I got news. Fun. They can't all be, uh, everybody can't be an entertainment star. And everybody in entertainment can't be a star either because you got all the YouTube stars and all those young social media stars that are pushing their way in. And the, the pie's getting, it's going to be hard to get in that pie. I, I just feel like that's such a repulsive thing. If it, Unless all the money, does the money go towards charity? Did we ever hear... What money? What they oh, raise the money for? No, Brandon did, said it doesn't. Is it we for the this, Met? You don't remember? We did this whole deep dive on this. I know. Last I know. Year. I was just hoping because and, otherwise and we, we determined that all the money that is raised goes towards funding their parties for the rest of the year. It's sickening. It really is. So it's, it's not going it's to charity. Repulsive. It's not going to any, you know, cancer survivor. No, it's not. They all look like shit too. <laughs> <laughs> really do. You Mess didn't like out. anybody. I didn't see that many outfits. Olivia Wilde. I didn't even see her. She had like a catcher's mitt in the middle of her her, her dress. Drew would not like it. The boobs are not big enough. Well, I just don't like her anyway. I don't like what she did to Jason Sudeikis. I don't like how she treated Jason Sudeikis. Does that make her less attractive? I don't like the way she treated Jason Sudeikis. Harry's been there. It makes her less attractive to me because I like Jason Sudeikis. She was mean to him. He was so upset. He lied out. Lied out in front of the car so she couldn't leave to see Harry Styles. And she just left anyway. She didn't care. With the salad. With the salad dress. Special salad dressing she made specially for Harry Styles. And then she tossed his... She, she may have tossed his salad. She really was in love with him. She would. And now she's all bad at Emily Ratajkowski. That's how you know it's Emily love, Drew. Ratajkowski's with a bow. <laughs> you said he, she was in love with him. She That's was. how you know it's love when she tosses his salad. Well, I think she was pretty into him. I mean, she got divorced. She I think that was a pretty good sign. Anyway. I think Toss my salad. I think I she would have tossed the salad. Where's Richard Simmons? Where Where the fuck is Richard Simmons? He never, gone. He never reemerged. No, I, this gone. is really weird. He just <laughs> Richard Simmons cannot go 10 years without any attention. He is going to just die off, and that's when the uh, the what, the what lady that lives with him is going to move out and inherit all of his money. There's something going on. There's something weird. <laughs> Remember, they had all those uh, TMZ did that hour special. There was that podcast. Yeah. And it was like, okay, Richard's got to break his silence. Nothing. He just put a message out there that, yeah, I'm fine. Everything's great. I have a feeling. He's huge. I think he's fat. <laughs> I do. I think he gained the weight back. Uh, I thought he transitioned, too. Wasn't there a story about him transitioning? Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. Well, then why can't... But if anyone no, I, no, should be not comfortable... Him, yeah. not, I, I can't say that he should be comfortable saying, hey, I've transitioned. But he if anybody... You'd think anybody would. It would be Richard Simmons, and he would be accepted happily. Yeah. I would love it if he came out. 
He's like 350 pounds. I know. I, I'm i not kidding. This is I mean, who I am, everybody. He may have just packed on pounds because he was a totally different person when he was huge. Sad. He was so full of energy, you know? I mean, Life, just man. Unnatural energy. Yeah, he had an incredible energy bar, no <laughs> doubt. No, that's really sad. It is. Bummer. I miss Richard Simmons. I miss Richard Simmons very much. What if he's just at home just doing do. tons of uh, whippets like Aaron Carter was? <laughs> <laughs> and his hair is even crazier. <laughs> oh, anything's possible, I guess. Did you see Aaron's mom got arrested, by the way? Yeah. yeah fighting over the remote control? <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's that not the dumbest reason to get arrested. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. It's pretty bad. They were fighting over what to watch on TV or like the volume or something. Yeah. And apparently all she, she was did playing was music loud. According to her husband, she was playing. He wanted to turn it down. I guess it was on the TV. Yeah. yeah. God. She's arrested for grabbing his wrist. What a baby. What? I think she kind of wailed on him, though. I think it was more than that. Do you know why she grabbed his wrist? Oh, he vid- he taped. He was, he was taping, taping her. He was trying to tape her. She <laughs> grabbed it out of his hand. This fucking taping people is horrible. I tell you, when I heard that Crowder was taping his employees, I was like, "That's shitty." Oh my god! That's so the rest, walk away. That is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. What a what a fucking world we live in now. Nice trust. Um, it's just he he's the boss. I mean, it seems to me they should be taping him if anything. Uh, uh Crowder. Yeah. Well, how about you trust your employees to do what they're supposed to do? I, I mean, Why he's the boss, though. Him? Why is he taping them when he is the boss? I don't know. He runs That's what it. I don't get. What was he trying to bust them on? I don't know. Maybe he thinks that uh, he has something on him, and so if they ever come at him with anything, then... That's a great got... relationship. I know. That's really, really nice. <laughs> Good environment for a Along show. Along with the shut-up light. <laughs> shut-up Dave light. <laughs> was it just shut-up Dave? Well, that's, what, that's how Landau described it, yeah. Because, I, you know, I just listened to the couple shows when Dave was coming on, and... I remember there were more. There was more than Dave in the show. Yeah, this, I think feel like there's a couple other people. Oh yeah, there's. So did, they didn't have shut up lights. <laughs> Maybe they swapped it out. The Dave one's red, Bob's is blue. <laughs> Maybe they knew when to shut up. Are we getting a shut up light? It's <laughs> not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Why we just tell each other to shut up? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Is there anything? Um, is crowd so he's just carrying on business as usual. No, push up, boy. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> hmm. I haven't seen anything new today on him. Have all the uh, records on his uh, mentally ill wife come out yet? <laughs> Since <laughs> we're going to see all the records, Still waiting on that. Not yeah, but he wants to put them out bad. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that that said, if I had any doubt about what kind of guy he is, that that really ended the doubt <laughs> when he said, <laughs> "I'm going to release everything. I'm going to go to the court and get everything on sale." Okay. Da- okay. Then I guess you'll be right. Just like Ace Freely in his vault. <laughs> oh, his Ace. Book. Oh, my God. I t- embarrassing. Hearing him say, yeah, $250,000 a show. Like, <laughs> they haven't even asked you. They've said they don't want you. And I you're saying you'll do it for 250000 a night? Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? all over the place, man. He was so all over the place. He really, uh, I'd say. Proved them right? <laughs> yeah, he did. And he also, he sounded like an old, bitter man. Just bitter as yeah, hell. yeah. It's a bummer. I'm not even sure. I mean, Ace has a pretty good place in the scheme of yeah, people everything. Like his music, he yeah, performed well when he was here. They know he's part of Kiss. He put together a decent solo career. 
He's part of the biggest years of Kiss, I guess. Although Kiss has really stayed big without him. I mean, I think that's the part he can't stand. Sure. Is they keep going around the world selling out without him. Yeah. I think that MTV Unplugged was bad for Ace. Oh, I didn't see it. Because he and Peter came out after the, the band, as it stood, played, and the crowd went nuts. And so, as oh, oh, we were talking oh, oh. about yesterday, and I think Carl mentioned it, that is it possible that Gene and Paul don't want that whole thing again if they bring Ace and Peter back for a show? People go, oh my God, it's got to be the real, the original kisser, forget it! Right, Maybe right, they just yeah. don't want to hear that anymore. No, they don't want that. No. No, they don't no, want that. they want to be the top dogs. But, uh, they will not be paying them $250,000 in performance. <laughs> I guarantee you that. <laughs> well, it's been seven years, and along the way, we have Zot's i96 Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in New Hudson added to the advertisers on the Drew and Mike show. And a few things that are tough to find these days are there at Zod I-96 Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. One thing is they're making buying and leasing simple, fun, fast, and easy, so you don't have to fuss over it. Second, they've got a 4.8-star rating. So everybody loves being there. Everybody loves when they drive away in the car. And the cars that are there are Jeeps and Rams. A lot of inventory to choose from. That's the third thing. So if you want good stuff, right now our studio sponsors are leasing a new 22 Jeep Compass Two ninety-eight a month. You can also lease the new twenty-two Jeep Grand Cherokee, three ninety-seven a month. And if you're on the hunt for a newer pre-loved Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, or Ram, check out our friends and studio sponsors at Zot's I ninety-six dealership in New Hudson, and be sure to tell them we sent you. And of course, you can always search the sensational deals and stupendous inventory at dealsinthed.com. Legacy Partners. Uh, also, you know, the great sponsor that they are, they help people with their insurance for home and auto. And also, maybe you didn't know this, but they keep an eye on your rates continuously and continue to shop all the carriers, even if you're their client, to make sure that you still have the best rates. So if you haven't called them, you should, and you'll probably end up being angry at your current provider. Legacy does home, auto, and they also do life insurance programs, Medicare, Medicaid. Give them a call today, 586-209-4106, 586-209-4106. And you can walk into Lady Jane's for an award-winning haircut experience and automatically enter for your chance to win not one but two vehicles of your choice, courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. You can get that haircut Johnny Depp had if yeah. you want. And, uh, yeah, two cars, one for you, one for your best bud, or anybody else. Lady Jane, seven days a week, walk in anytime. It's wicked. Tree, you read that really good. You read it so good. Well, Better than right? me. Better than me. And, in fact, somebody went through and they watched that entire movie, The Ballad of Jesse whatever. Oh, they did? They found, where was Johnny it? Cash. They found it? <clears throat> yeah, they found it online. I can't read. And then they uh, directed me to some, some drops from it. So I grabbed a few. Here's Johnny Cash. I can't read nor write. <laughs> uh, here's another one. I don't read good enough. Uh, let's see. Here's this one. We're going to learn to read. <laughs> and finally, his son in the movie. They say I can't read good enough. But there is no, I can't read. It's just, uh, it's those four. Oh, Mark, is that live? No, no, because I, 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 I we were talking about Jackson Mahomes. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if he was bonded out or not, and he was. <laughs> they actually got him on a perp walk. Ah, look at him. Leaving court, here he is. That's so cocky now. What would you like to say to the victims? Keep going, keep going. Do you have any reaction to be be facing three felony charges? (laughs) 
Jesus, we'll we can't talk right, right Jackson, now. Jackson, can you do a dance for us? Do you think you're entitled? Keep Why pushing, keep talking. Do you think you want dance? to say to Why the victims of these crimes? These little security guys. By the way, yeah, he is bigger than a security guard. They would arrest you a long time ago. They should have arrested you a long time ago. There he is, sitting in the car. Why does he have a security guard? Especially as a driver, too. He's the brother of an NFL player. Do most brothers of NFL players have security guards? Sexually assaulted a woman, so why does he need. Yeah, no, we need. So the main security is for everyone else. <laughs> That's how it should be. I hate it when people who we should be scared of have security. That's in case anyone fights back and puts up a good fight, I guess. So does he get to go out when the Chiefs played this year? Because oh, he's all out, this he's out right he might, now. He yeah. might be yeah, grounded. But, yeah, but are they going to let him? I mean, you know, he's a felon. He might be grounded. grounded. Patrick might ground him. There's mugshot. <laughs> Baby. Oh, let's that, see it. That entitled bitch. He is such a bitch. Oh, well. Let's get some actual audio from that mugshot. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, oh, uh, he's Jackson. acted repulsively and embarrassed the shit out of his brother. Yeah. Repeatedly. Yeah. I don't know how his brother puts up with it. I really don't. His brother's focused on football, man. Why does he get him uh, field passes? That's, that's a great stupid. question. I'm, I'm going to go with Brittany and get some field passes. His, uh, oh, that's probably true. His sister-in-law. Yeah. Patrick's oh, wife. And he's married to that idiot. Patrick is... Very bad judgment. Off the field, in, on the in, field. In, in, in brothers judgment. and wives, he has very bad judgment. <laughs> As if he can choose his brothers. I used to really like him until those two showed up and wrecked everything. <laughs> only his off-field life, he could show as good as judgment as he does he should get between rid of the hashes. Two. His brother and his wife. Um, this, uh, this guy who killed these five people in Texas has been yeah. obviously floating around. And it turns out, oh, he's at a relative's house 30 miles away. Hiding under some laundry. On what? Yeah. yeah. Hiding under laundry. Right? Oh. Police get a tip. They raid the house. And up oh, there he is. What do you know? So who is this fuck who is hiding this guy? What uh, an idiot. They were arrested, hey, there he too. Is. Did yeah, they were arrested. Yeah. Four others were arrested, too. So I, I assume the people arrested all were facilitating his escape or his his hiding. Yep. But there was one person who said, nah, I'm going to call the FBI and collect the reward. Yeah. Nice going. Yeah. Pretty smart. It sounds like it was another relative that called it in too. And the the one of the uh, sheriffs said that people shooting guns aimlessly in their yards is commonplace in that area. Mm -hmm. Well, that's nice because they've got three cops covering seven hundred square miles, and people shooting guns in their yards. I mean, maybe they just need to go to that square mile. <laughs> Seems where it's all. They happening. said they get calls all the time, and they said by the time they get there, the people aren't shooting guns in their yards anymore, and that's that. Uh, also, where do you get the AR-15? I would like to know that, and that person needs to be jailed forever. No more guns for them. No more guns for them. I bet you, I wonder if they, we will end up with a no more guns for you out of that one. For this guy? For the person who gave him the AR-15. Oh, is that how he got it? Someone gave it to him? or yeah. He can't buy one. Yeah, he, he cannot buy one. Legally. Not, not even at a gun show? No. I don't think so. It's almost like bad guys get guns a lot. It's crazy. Well, but somebody had to sell it to him. Yeah. Somebody, did, somebody didn't follow the rules. Weren't they trying to imply this morning that his wife had tried to get a um, restrictive order against him, but then didn't follow through? 
Oh, I but very possible. It doesn't matter because he's not a citizen and he's got a million red flags. <laughs> oh, isn't that incredible? He's been deported four times. Yeah. He's entered the country illegally five times, deported four times, and she can't get a restraining order. Yeah. <laughs> and why did you stay in Mexico? What in the fuck is going on? Wow. And uh, yesterday, someone actually played big boy with the White House press secretary and asked, why did Joe Biden tell the children at Take Your Child to Work Day that he only has six grandchildren when he has seven? It's not with Hunter Biden and the child support. Are the president and first lady monitoring that? And how come they haven't acknowledged the seventh grandchild? I'm not going to speak to that from here. Next. That's it. Hmm. That's it. Next. I see. Uh, Because honestly, you know, I think Joe Biden's a better person than that. I just don't believe, I, I believe what Joe's doing is he's denying the presence, the life of the grandchild to support Hunter. I think that's what's going on. I think Hunter runs the show because Hunter does whatever Hunter wants to do and nobody ever tells him to stop. There's no reason he should be in court trying to stop this woman from taking the Biden name. Uh, which, by the way, he said, I think it could be politically devastating for the child as if he gives a shit about the kid. He's never met the kid. <laughs> he's never met the kid. And he acts like he cares. He's fucking with her. He's absolutely trolling her. I'm not going to speak to that from here. And I think he's trolling her by trying to lower the support, too, because he's not going to release his financial records. He's this is the second time they've been down this path. And this woman goes to court, goes to court, goes to court, pays lawyers. And then he never shows up until the judge said, okay, you're fucking with this court and it takes forever to get anything done to move anything forward. So you have to be in court May the 1st. So he shows up with his phalanx of, you know, security and secret service and he still doesn't have his financial records. So how can they possibly lower her child support if he provides no financial records supporting the fact that he is a, uh, what do you call himself? A destitute or a struggling artist or something? A starving artist. Starving artist. I don't know. I, I feel like he's going to he's going to settle again or he's going to drop it because he cannot release his financial records and he cannot lower this without the financial records. But the the seventh child, I, I just I don't know. I'm amazed that Joe Biden would play make believe like this. I'm Everyone not going to speak knows. to that from here. And Hunter's taking on a bigger role in the campaign, which, by the way, I understand this is what he wants to do. And I think, again, Hunter does what he wants wants, to do. He went to Ireland. He attended a state dinner. Um, So he's now going to be part of the he's going to be part of the campaign, I guess. But it seems to me he's nothing but a thorn in his dad's side. Sometimes I feel like, is he fucking with his dad? There's no child who loved their father, who was the president, would do this shit. Would they? Well, like you said, he does what he wants to do. The wrong kid died. But <laughs> would you pretend you're an artist and sell your stuff for half a million dollars if your dad just won the presidency? <laughs> Nobody would do that. No, no. no one would do that. No. I think he's really, I, I can't tell if he's fucking with him or he just doesn't care. I think he just doesn't care. I'm not going to speak to that from here. But I just, I still don't know why Joe would say he has six grandchildren. And he was so, you know, oh, I love my grandchildren. I talk to him all the time. But I have six grandchildren. I mean, he said, I have six grandchildren. Everyone knows that is not true. Um, and I'm amazed it took this long for someone to ask. And by the way, that exchange, look, Google it. I swear to God, I saw, I saw one or two publications even 
covered that story. I did. I well, Fox at it. News covered it, I'm sure. That's, there's probably three. Yeah, well, no, the New York Post, Daily Caller, uh, Fox News, Breitbart, Washington Examiner, <laughs> Daily Mail, and OK Magazine covered it. <laughs> so no New York, New York Times, no Washington Post, no networks, nothing. It's, it's almost like news organizations only put out certain things. It's weird. So they're going to pretend he has six grandchildren, too. I mean, that's so weird. It's just not, I don't know. I, I remember reading about, uh, I mean, I read a lot about Frank Sinatra, and I always thought he was pretty cool. The Rat Pack was pretty cool. But there was a really ugly case. Frank Sinatra had a grandchild, too, from Frank Sinatra Jr. And I think the child was illegitimate, and the mother sort of was a pain in the Your ass. Your money's on the dresser, baby. I'm done with you. She wanted him to be a Sinatra, quote-unquote, which he was. And Frank Sinatra completely iced this woman and this child. And I just really, I thought, God, that's so weird. Frank Sinatra talks about family, family, family. Boo-hoo, you had me and Wait. then you lost me. Are we sure it wasn't, the, like, the mom family, or? What do you mean? He, talking about, he talks about family, 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 wasn't he? Was he oh, can't okay. understand a word. Oh, no, no, no. He was always very complimentary about his first wife and about... Really? Yeah, he's he's very much he's Italian. I mean, really heavy Italian, and um, I don't know. I just thought that was weird. And there's other cases where people just completely do anything to ignore their children, or that they had this one child that's illegitimate or whatever. And in in 2023, nobody gives a shit. I would think people would think it's it's far worse not to acknowledge and try to be a parent or a grandparent than to. You know, just go, oh, it's illegitimate. That's so horrible. I can't even admit it. I mean, there was a time when I think people thought that was okay. And um, I don't know, maybe it is okay. Well, I thought, I think they thought it was convenient. Yeah. Not okay. Except that he lost his I don't need that from here. I don't need to be encumbered by that. But his son lost a front page paternity case. I mean, they've proven it's his grandchild. It's weird. Uh, I mean, there's other people in politics I could surely see doing this. I just wouldn't picture. I think Joe Biden's a better person than that. I like to think that, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, and there was a late report about, and I don't know. I, I Honestly, I could not make heads or tails about this. A whistleblower who's claiming that there's an arrangement between Joe Biden when he was vice president making um, getting money in exchange for policy decisions. It was a headline story this afternoon. Not in any publication a lot of people would read, but uh, it just seemed, it's one of these things where, honestly, I read stuff like this all the time. Gee, I wonder if this is real. I mean, I assume there probably is a whistleblower, but I don't know. Did anybody hear anything about no. that? Okay. So maybe it's just made I'm not going to speak to that from here. And, it's be early. Yeah, she's, yeah, I think it is. it is early. Um, but it seems that you almost have to be a whistleblower to even get some of these things out. And meanwhile, Trump, uh, this is so funny. I just read today that Trump is speaking at the Oakland County, yeah. uh, some political event in June. And <laughs> there's no reference to in the story to the fact that, uh, <laughs> because I think it's just really almost forgotten that he's on trial for uh, a civil rape case. And also for <laughs> this uh, this payment to Stormy Daniels, not even mentioned in the story. I don't. Oh, I don't I'm even know. I, I don't know if they were intentionally ignoring her or or what. And I don't even remember if it was the Free Press or the, or the Detroit News, and it probably would make a difference. But there was also a story today about Trump 
after the Waco rally, he's flying off in his plane, and he's got some reporters on the plane, and an NBC reporter is very obnoxiously, well, not, maybe not obnoxiously, he's just asking questions about the Stormy Daniels case. And Trump just said, I don't want to talk to you. You're not a nice guy. And so the guy tried to ask another question. This is Vaughn Hilliard from NBC. And he said, all right, let's go. Get him out of here, out of here, out of here. It's on the and plane? He kicked him out of, I don't, he didn't throw him out of the plane, <laughs> but I think he threw him out of where he was sitting. Oh. And then he grabbed Hilliard's two phones and tossed them. <laughs> then the E. Jean Carroll case E. Jean Carroll's friend testified and uh, E. Jean uh, that E. Jean called her E. Jean, we're calling her E. Jean called her minutes after leaving the department store and was breathless hyperventilating uh, he pulled down my tights, he pulled down my tights she described it as a fight and she, uh, her friend told her he raped you, she whispered it because her little kids were in the room and E. Jean did not want to hear the word rape, but she has changed her mind. And Lisa Bernbach, this is kind of, you know, it's interesting when you get these cross-examinations going. Um, Lisa Bernbach testified that she never checked in with E. Jean Carroll about it after that, about how she was holding up. She said, I buried it like, I buried it as life went on and it was easier not to think about it, which is weird. The friend almost sounds like she's the victim. But uh, she acknowledged that she doesn't like Trump and speaks about him at length on her podcast and on social media. And that with that, Trump's attorneys read a long list of some of her posts about Trump, which were not very, which were not very flattering. But the second witness was uh, Jessica Leeds. Have you ever heard of Jessica Leeds? Not till yesterday. Uh, she's 81 years old, which does not help because she looks all of 81 going on 86. And so, you're so picturing him saying. Uh I, that she would not be. She would not be. Yeah, yeah. she would not be my. She would not be my first choice. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I I meant to look for, and I actually was going to search today for a picture of Jessica Leeds in the seventies when this happened, because she probably was hot. She doesn't look like she would have been hot, but she could have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you really can't. Oh, how can she you is. get? She's very pretty there. She's gorgeous. Huh. But honestly, how can you possibly gauge this story? I mean, it should be, they should include a photo. Here's a photo of Jessica Leeds in 1978. So you can better judge whether or not Trump would have, you know, <laughs> been like an octopus next to her on a plane. Yeah, it's just the one uh, Seriously, photo you can't a, really, you a, can't judge the story without that picture. Because now I think it's possible. When I looked at her picture today, uh, after she testified, I thought, no, 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 I don't think so. Yeah, but look at him. Today. Oh, he's but hot. he's Trump, and <laughs> he's we hot. knew we know what he looked like then, though. We know what the models that he picks up and marries and whatnot. Uh, he was never hot. <laughs> anyway, uh, after the, the attorney read a long, long list of uh, Lisa Bernbach's social media posts, which were quite vitriolic, Trump, it was announced that Trump would not appear or testify. So he's just never shown up. He's just a no. complete, he's a passenger. He's not even putting up a, de a defense. No, he's not even a passenger. He's well, not there ever. Why not just settle? Right? This is a civil case, isn't it? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, who knows? Maybe he will settle. Uh, Trump will not appear or testify. He wishes he could, but it would be a <laughs> burden on the city and the court. So he's, he's oh, yeah. helping out the city and the court by not forcing all of the, the monkey business that it would take to. But he showed up for the arraignment that he didn't have to show he up for. He had to, though. No, he didn't. 
Nope, they offered him Didn't? to do it via Zoom. Yeah, really? Alvin Bragg bullshit. Oh, yeah. that's right, because there was there there was a thought that there was possibly some sort of victorious. Yeah, no, he wanted to do that. Yeah, okay. Um, Eighty-one-year-old Jessica Leeds testified that she sat next to Trump in first class in the late 1970s on a flight. She was in coach. She said a stewardess offered her an empty seat in first class, which was the seat next to Trump. Which I thought, no, that's that's interesting. I didn't know they did that. Maybe they did. Or maybe Trump requested her. I don't know. Maybe Trump said, hey, get that chick back there. Get her to sit here, first class. But no one testified as to that. She says there was no conversation. And out of the blue, Trump tried to kiss and grope her. He was grabbing my breasts. Uh, It was like he had 40 zillion hands. And then he slipped his hands up her skirt, and she ran back to her seat in coach. And Jessica Leeds said that literally nothing was said. Sounds like he fingered. And that no stewardesses or passengers tried to help her. She didn't report to the airline, and she said she never told anyone about it because men could get away with a lot, and that's where I put it. So, um, and she also, they both had long segments on the Anderson Cooper show. Uh, Jessica Leeds, not now, but I mean back when they made these accusations, which also I think there were some pieces of that that were presented by the defense. But anyway... um, I don't know. I mean, Jessica Leeds, I, I don't, I'm not sure she was a good witness. Uh, and by the way, in a civil case, is it easy to get these people in that can testify to like like or prior behavior? Or does it work the same as a normal case? No idea. I don't either. Because I didn't think she was a very good witness. It didn't sound like she was a very good witness. She didn't look like a very good witness either. They should have They should have put the picture of her in 1979 over her face. They should have taped it over her face. <laughs> <laughs> Now, meanwhile, Trump was. Uh, I don't mean in, to be crass. I'm just saying. I think she would have been a better witness that way. She would have. Trump was in the UK and he uh, gave an interview on with that Nigel Farage guy, and uh, boy, he really got into the stuff he loves talking about. Have you seen any of these clips? I have not. Okay, so here he is talking about you know the, the big coronation, which is going to be this weekend. Oh, don't tell me Trump's going. What? No, you know what? He's there, so why wouldn't he go? But uh, I don't know. There's some speculation. He loves about, the royal family. But why Biden isn't going? And Mr. Biden's not coming. What does that say about his relationship with the UK? Because we get the feeling here. Yeah, he's very, very pro Ireland. He completely ignores the fact that Biden is, in fact, an English name. He's got English relatives. He doesn't seem to like us very much. I don't think he can do it physically, actually. I think that it's hard for him to do it physically. I think getting over here for him, he's got a lot of things going and a lot of strange things happen. But certainly he should be here as our representative of our country. Uh, I was surprised when I heard that he wasn't coming. You would think he would be here. He'll be in Delaware where he spends a lot of time. He spent a lot of time there during the election. In the bunker. So I don't know, but it's, I was very surprised to see. I think it's very disrespectful for him not to be. Yeah, he's sending the first lady, but he's not going to be here. But somebody else who's not coming, of course, is Meghan. Oh, Meghan is not coming. Harry's coming. We understand it's a complete in, out, like within two hours after the service, he'll be gone. But I kind of think, think maybe we're better off without Meghan coming. Well, I think that uh, she has... Been very disrespectful to the Queen, frankly, even during that time. I mean, how can you be disrespectful to the Queen? The Queen was incredible for years, for decades I, and decades. You never made a mistake. Think I've got to agree with him. With all of the people that you watch them and she you never see made them a mistake. make lots of mistakes. If they're famous people or not famous mm. people. But I don't know. I can never think of a mistake. 
Nope. She made she was never controversial. Well, when I was with her, I tell the story and I said, Who was your favorite president? Oh, they were all great. They were all great. I said, Who but did you like Ronald Reagan the best? Oh, I liked them all very much. What about Richard Nixon? Oh, I thought he was wonderful. Then I said, Who is your favorite prime minister? And she said, uh, just fabulous people, every one of them. What? But wasn't it Winston Churchill? Oh, I liked him very much. And I'm saying to myself, you know, this is so smart because there's like yeah. no controversy. Yeah. She went through years and years and decades without controversy and just did a great job. You cannot be disrespectful to her. <laughs> and I think Megan was very disrespectful <laughs> to her. Really very, very, very nice. Dis- oh, I think, you know, up until her death, I think she was the most popular human being in the world. Yeah. I think the respect she commanded. I, I would say that that is true. Throughout the Commonwealth, America, elsewhere. Yeah. She was amazing. No, I made some great points there. And well, Trump, a little <laughs> rambly, but yeah. You say Trump hates it when people are disrespectful. There's nothing he hates more than disrespectful people. <laughs> or and, controversy. Uh, he was really amazed that yeah. she couldn't court controversy. No, and he's always... That's you know, right. I mean, you know, she would not be my first choice. Might have been a little disrespectful. But other than that, he's been a pretty respectful guy. So I can't hardly blame him for saying that. <laughs> Meghan Markle. I, I watched that. You know the little... TikTok thing we ran with her family talking. Yeah. Oh, well, that, the whole video's out there. Yeah. yeah the, the, I watched the long version this morning, and what a bitch she is. What an absolute bitch. This, oh, I was an only child. Everyone around me knows I was an only child. And then, of course, her sister talks, and then her brother talks. <laughs> They're older than her, substantially. Her sister's 14 years older, but she's like, I'm her sister. I was there when she was born. How can she say that? But she Thomas Markle's kids. They're he has half, three. Thomas is oh, half, so they're half sister and yeah. brother. Yeah. Oh, uh huh. Right. Um, so yeah, um, they were mystified, but they think that she is just completely wants them out of her life. Doesn't want any contact with them. Doesn't want to be reminded of them. Is embarrassed by them. I agree. I think that's what it is. I I don't know how anyone can completely. Just ignore their the family they grew up with. That's just weird. Even her dad, as as funky as that thing has gotten, mm-hmm. I mean that all that that crap over. Okay, he took some pictures and he made some money, and that was stupid. Mm-hmm. But he's not he's not never been involved in the fucking royal family. A stupid mistake. A lot of people could make that mistake. I mean, I think he at least let him. He's never done it again, has he? I think Thomas well, Markle. No. I don't think he uh, well, sold although, stories. Although, I mean, he is on Australia TV a lot, and people think that they pay for interviews with him. But he's I, you know, doing oh, interviews again? Oh, okay. Really? What's that, Trudy? Well, he's not interviews? now. He, oh, can't really, he can't did, talk though, that for a while, now. and he did that great oh. podcast, um, which was awesome, with that guy, with that 10-year-old <laughs> oh, yeah, with guy. his friend. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? They, they had a learning curve. They changed their studio up a little bit. It looked better. He got it lit right. Yeah. But you, then know how, he had, you know how much trouble that is. But then he got sick. And uh, a lot of people thought that when he, <laughs> some people thought when he got sick that Megan would, oh, like, he could die. I mean, they were really, I think they were dramatizing, maybe even exaggerating how sick he was, hoping it would suck Megan in. Nope. Mm. Not even close. Not a call. Not a note. Nothing. So I think, I think her gig is that. Uh, I don't think she I, likes anybody else to have the limelight. No. And she's got the grandchildren. He wants nothing more than to meet the grandchildren. Therefore, that's what that's her way of getting him back for everything he did. Wow. So never meet the grandchildren. Got it. And, of course, um, they might never meet their other grandparents either because 
they she hates Harry's family too. She hates everyone. Yeah, she's not a very likable person. She loves Tyler Perry. <laughs> oh yeah, and Oprah. Why does Tyler Perry it's kiss her ass? I'm really oh, I can't figure that out. I'm very angry with Tyler Perry. Very angry. I mean, very angry with Tyler Perry. <laughs> I'm very angry with him. Ridiculous. And Elton John too. I'm very angry with Elton John over the Britney Spears angry. thing. <laughs> very angry. <laughs> not happy with Elton John. Um, Britney Spears, by the way, had a new post of just her tits. You mean Nothing River Red? But her tits. Wait, what? River Red. Yeah, Britney posted tits. Her bare tits? Yeah. No, no, they're in a bra. Oh. oh. And just they might be new tits. I don't know. Oh. Those are those her tits? Yeah. I think or those, those new are new tits? Yeah. She put out there with a fantastic note that says, "If I clap my tits, could I make one pop like a balloon?" Tick tock, tick tock. I salute all bitches today. Not. With just my middle finger, middle finger emoji, but my chest too. How do you spell chest? Is it chess or chest? <laughs> well, you just spelled it chest. She's so funny. So dumb. And, She's and like a just, comedian and a singer. And then it's just a picture <laughs> of her boobs with, in with, a bra, with, and you can see a little bit of the pepperoni oh, right there. Trudy up Wait a up on minute. That. Where is that at then? If it's that big? Let's see more. No, click. it's not because I saw her nipple when she had the nip slip on purpose in that one video. Can well, that's not up? a nipple, that's a pepperoni. Okay. That's the areola, the areola. Yeah, but the areola should not be there. Oh, that's a really right? oddly placed. It should be there. I, I don't know. Yeah, it should probably I think be like right here. I think it's an optical illusion for some reason because I saw her nipple in the, in the last... <laughs> Jerry, look post? at my tits. <laughs> I see it's your tits. Just, oh, it's just the that. other what picture is, is a picture oh, of people shit. playing chess oh, because she I said, how do you her. spell chest? Is Idiot. it chess? Oh, that's clever. <laughs> Trudy, look at my tits. There's a little freckling going on here. Dr. Rush could help that. With the B- <laughs> yeah. I got right. freckles on my tits. Um, Brandon, are there any comments on this? Nope. She, she has off. turned them off. No comments see. on anything. So that means that people are no longer saying, oh my God, you're so She's got they half a million likes. They got, go. Actually, you know what they said is, free Britney. Oh my God, free Britney. Britney, I support you 100%. Thank you. Uh, meanwhile, uh, her ex-husband, Jason Alexander, is doing great. He has just gotten remarried. What? Yes. Oh, my God. But I thought he wanted me. No, he just remarried some woman named Rebecca Bell. <laughs> I'm going to oh, crash the wedding. That's why she put her tits out. <laughs> I know. They, they point out how it's been about a year since he crashed Britney's wedding. I would think Britney would be very jealous because he only wanted her. He how said did he find love so fast? That's bullshit. That's really... She has every reason to be upset. Just a few days ago, he shared this photo of... Um, a tabloid article from 2010, Britney Spears' Cry for Help, and he wrote, The perfect situation on the outside could be the most abusive on the inside. <laughs> he's so fucking what? deep. Well, he's trying to say what? that, you know, that conservatorship was very abusive to her. Uh, huh. Now, I think the conservatorship happened right after her Cry for Help. Right? Wasn't the Cry for Help God, is what put her in the conservatorship, oh, which was bald uh, and... Yeah, I mean, and attacking the car with her, and spending uh, all all yeah. the money, and refusing to give up her kids to Kevin when he came to pick them and up, them out yeah. and do, uh-huh. and drugging him. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> do we know where her husband is? Is he still same as Gary around? He's shopping for watches. Hey, Fed. No, I mean <laughs> they weren't. Gary, they right? weren't wearing yeah. their wedding rings. Yeah. No, he posted a picture of those two together. He did eighteen weeks ago. <gasps> no, I think it's. I think it's been since then, though, that he's been. Yeah, he been is out of been, sorts. Yeah, he has not been posting much at all. 
Okay. Hmm. Mm. He's busy There's shooting one. a big Two Hollywood film, I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. well, well, well. yeah, you know what? During that's... the writer's strike? He, <laughs> he hasn't posted a picture of her in a long time. 11 weeks ago. Oh, God. All him. Oh, yeah, so, no, I think he's gone. I think he's, <laughs> he's st- out. Oh, he's like, man, I didn't knock her up. What am I going to do? <laughs> no, she... I, I have to believe if there's no kid in that thing, what is in that for him? I mean, to have to listen to that idiot. What if? It's what, a big house. Wait, wait. What if? <laughs> this is a big what if, but it'd be hilarious if since she got rid of the conservatorship, she got married with Sam after the conservatorship. What if there's no prenup? Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Um, <laughs> that would be hmm. so oh, funny. That's that's. She a good... didn't think to do it. I didn't know. But, I hate lawyers. But there's no kids. He's not getting. He's not getting a ton of money. No, no way. Mm-hmm. Right there in California, you get half. You're entitled to I, half. I mean, How much has she earned since they've been married, though? He is kind of raising her. Yeah. <laughs> she might be very indebted to him for supporting her when she needed her freedom because she was a slave when she, he met her. She was enslaved. He broke her she out of prison. prison. <laughs> My hero. Oh, God, idiots. All right, Trudy, take it away. Um. Yeah, because. Uh, yeah. Dr. Roche from Mother's Day is offering all kinds of good stuff. Uh, I don't think candy and flowers, that's all played out. Breakfast in bed. She doesn't need that. Get her a gift at Dr. Roche's office. Get a gift card. Um, she might have a little pattern of discoloration and freckles like Brittany did. You can get Mom BBL for uh, Mother's Day, and that would make her very happy because it makes your skin look nice and new. Three corrective treatments for face and neck and skin tight for $1,500, normally $3,250. And also, they have uh, all kinds of promotions for tightening you up, Evolve. Get a package of six Evolve treatments and six complimentary Virtue treatments. That's the one that you use for cellulite. Plus, uh, liposuction Buy one uh, fat transfer, get one area complementary or one area of lipo, one complementary, plus 550 off of a breast augmentation or a breast lift. And really, you could just get her a card and she can choose. So that's the perfect thing for Dr. Rush's office. And uh, she can actually call in or Zoom in for a consult at Dr. Rush's office, too, with the doctor, 248-338-1110. Talk to you, Jenny or Tracy. They're there to help. Um, with uh, Gregory, Dr. Gregory Roche. Gregory Roche. And uh, if you want to figure out what your financial future is, you don't need a crystal ball. No, you just need <laughs> Luke Nowacki. Uh, if it involves dollar signs, commas, and decimal points, no semicolons, what kind of pretentious person uses semicolons? <laughs> or words like pretentious? Eli? <laughs> Colon. If you have any questions about your financial future or you're wondering if you'll be able to reach your goals... Call Luke Nowacki at 248-663-4748. He's very reassuring. Mm-hmm. Premises to never use punctuation correctly either, or correct yours. Securities Financial Advisory Services Office through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRISIPC. Royal Alliance Associates, separately owned, and, and enter these uh, marketing names, products, services, reference here, independent of Royal Alliance Associates. Yeah. So Inc. We mentioned how the, you know, the coronation is, is this Saturday, uh-huh. right? Uh, we're so thrilled about that. Uh, the other exciting thing this Saturday is the Kentucky Derby at Churchill Downs. It's really, really exciting. And, and the good Except news for is, the, horses. the good news is, only four horses this week had to be euthanized. Only four. Why? Why? Well, because you know they pre-race, huh? Before they even get a chance. Well, only one of the four horses. Well, actually, I shouldn't say only. I should say one of the four horses was supposed to race in the Derby this weekend, and now it's just dead because you know, break a leg or hurt your leg, and you know you got to put the horse down. 
Why can they never fix a horse's leg? Do you understand that? I've seen uh, elephants with prosthetic well, legs. I mean, if, if, elephants. If the horse is worth enough, like Barbaro, remember Barbaro? Yeah, they, they tried to say Barbaro. They tried to say Barbaro, and they work. spent so much money on them. They got enough semen out of them, though, to make up for it. Because oh, that's I what know. it's about. It's about studying and, and you know, keeping that lineage right. going. But, yeah, Can if you, you break a leg, they, like, they just never heal correctly, I guess, to race. So they're not worth anything. So can you imagine him saying, oh, man, I got to be shot in the head. Wait, wait, what are they doing down there? Whoa, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> I just, and then, I, I, I don't know. It's such a weird sport to me that all these horses die all the time, or they don't even die. They are put down. It's just nice sport. Yeah. Murdered. It's wait, wait, just weird. Did you guys talk to Tom about it? Is he going to be oh, our we, we, we almost did. He, he gets very defensive about it. Well, we would have talked to him yesterday <laughs> as, had he not shown up. As if up it's right his fault. <laughs> I don't know why he gets so defensive about it. It's because just, I feel like he watched. I we used to watch races on TV, and I, I used to love it. I mean, used to be mildly excited about. Oh, my, there's my horse! Yeah, and then I realized. And I was like, I, oh, I think that's Drew converted stupid. me. Yeah, because <laughs> it is kind of a weird sport. It is a. Really it's all about gambling. It's yeah. all about going to the track, and and if you go to the track, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It really is. You know, yeah. you gonna drink drink a mint julep and wear a funny hat. Yeah, that's no, that's, no. But I mean, just uh, have you ever have you ever been to a racetrack? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, Hazel Park. Yeah, yeah, and it's fun. Well, when it was around, but it's fun. Right. It's a hell of a lot of fun. But it's just a weird sport to keep going. Yeah, and yeah. then that, um, yeah, Kentucky Derby is the Met Gala of horse racing, isn't oh, it? Oh, that's right. It's Everybody so, wears all their stupid outfits. So stupid. <laughs> there is like a Why red carpet pregame, and and um. Danny, uh, what's her name? Danny and Nicole Smith's kid is always oh, there. Right. And what's her? Oh, Danny Lynn, right? Uh, yeah, Danny, Danny Lynn. Danny Lynn always there. And, and uh, what's his? Burkhead? Yeah, yeah, Danny Lynn Burkhead. Larry, Larry Burkhead's Larry? always there. And then every, I don't know, all the what's, celebs fly in. And what's look. Larry Burkhead? Oh my God, look at her. She's gross. She looks just, she looks just like, um, just like Anna Nicole. Oh my, well, how I old is she, she now? Look, she's grown I up. I don't know. I didn't think that kid would have one messed up She's life. 16? Whoa. Well, yeah. you know what? At least she, I mean, I, I feel kind of sorry for Anna Nicole, how she grew up. and. Oh, uh, for Danny Lynn? Well, no, how Anna Nicole grew oh. up and that sort of oh, yeah, she had twisted a her a bit. Yeah. So. yeah, but at least she finally found love with that 900-year-old guy. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, every girl's dream. Howard except Marshall. She, she got cheated out of it by his, like. His greedy family. Did she ever put out for him? I can never remember. I don't think so. Drew, did Anna Nicole Smith ever put out for that ancient dude? Yeah. How, Howard Hunt? I don't think so. She I just really sat don't. on his lap a lot. and. But didn't the prince nail her? Oh. Well, he claimed, yeah. Yeah, I'm blocked on my GG cord block. Yeah, because he, he didn't he try to claim paternity for Danny Lynn? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he did. did. He did. Along with Howard K. Stern. <laughs> I got, that trial was just the best. The Larry hey, Scheinlin uh, trial. What? Man, you are lying. Why Don't is it... lie to your listeners. <laughs> Why is Anna Nicole in the news? Oh, because I was we were talking about the Kentucky Derby and how and they only have four, they, how they only had to kill four horses this week leading up to the Derby. Oh, and good. And this is their time. This is the one time of the year we see Danny Lynn and Larry Burkhead. Right. Oh, and now she's sixteen. He's such a good, good father, dad. and she looks exactly like her. Oh my That's god, she's going to be such a great model. <laughs> hey, should we call Bobby Trendy? Yes. Oh, For no called, reason whatsoever. We have not called Bobby Trendy in a long time. What could Bobby Trendy perhaps uh, offer? Let's see. What could we ask him about? Let me check out his Met Instagram. Gala. What he thought oh, of, out of the, Met Gala. Of the fashions. Uh, we'll who he about, liked. Should we ask him about, what do you know about Richard Simmons? He, Richard Simmons, he's in yes. sort of in the gay world. Yes. <laughs> I don't have his number, Mark. You don't? No. Oh, boy, okay. We called him last year. Yeah. 
Uh, we called him in this room. I know, but I don't. He's have a realtor name. now. Remember? Oh, trendy realty. That's probably how you found him. Whose I responsibility got, is to keep phone here. numbers? I got it. I got it here. Relax. <laughs> Everything's fine. What? After seven years? <laughs> no, he just picked up the phone. No, who's didn't he pick up the phone? I know Did you're you delegating responsibility after seven years. I know. I just thought that. Well, are you gonna uh, start videotaping I, us next? I thought someone just did. Huh? Oof. Yeah, we do. Well, Bobby Brandon Trump, does, and Mark. Uh, wow, man, he's got some nice houses uh, that he's been selling. I think he'd be a good realtor. Why? Because you, uh, you would just I'll oh, fine. I'll buy it. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be fun to hang out with up. him. Yeah, I think so. Brandon, did, that end, did it end in? Okay. I think he could like sweep through and make Wait, you want to buy something. Did you just give Bobby Trendy's phone its last four numbers out? It's, it's, <laughs> edit this out too. Oh. Oh. Hey, leave your name and phone number and I'll get right back to you. Bobby. At the tone, Trendy. please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up. Somebody lost on a multi million dollar deal. <laughs> Trendy! Bobby! Hey, it's the Drew and Mike show. We called you out of the clear blue sky. Um, it's been a while, maybe a year or two ago from Detroit. And we just wanted to check in for no reason. Just want to see how you're doing. So you're selling some big houses out there. Yeah, Congratulations. Wow, holy cow. Um, so call back or else you might miss out on a huge deal. All right. Thanks, Bobby. Bye. Bye, Bobby. For those I don't remember, Bobby Trendy was on the Anna Nicole Smith show. Yeah, he was the, he, what was he, her personal dresser or something? Designer, interior designer. <laughs> I mean, and, and the best thing is, he, he wasn't over the top in his uh, design at all. Can I see some of the pictures of the interior what are you of her house? Was it House and Garden or Better Homes and Garden or something? Yeah, what'd you eat? That's sh- potential you know, di- digest. Remember how big that show was? It was yeah, yeah. Was that an E? Yes. It was a huge show. I I remember like the second week, the first week it came out and people went, oh my God, she's wasted. And so everyone watched it. I mean, they did crazy numbers and we had just started watching it when Peter Frampton, we had to interview Peter Frampton and we played him some audio of her and asked him to try to guess what she was on. And he actually made a very intelligent guess. What was it? Multiple substances. I, I, I think he... That's her cause of death. I think he suggested... No, no. What was making her talk no, the way she was talking. it is her cause of death as well. Yes. Yeah. Multiple substances. He was a, he was a real good sport about it. Hi, I'm Bobby. Hi, Bobby. How are you? I'm here to decorate your house. I heard you need some decorations. Anna has a new home that's completely <laughs> empty, so it's a canvas for me to work with. This room is... I don't know. <laughs> a foyer. So maybe, <laughs> since you're going that way with There's maybe outrageous furniture... Yeah. Maybe we can put. Do you like leopard? Uh huh. Oh, good. Leopard. Oh, good. <laughs> we can put a leopard couch here, maybe eight feet, ten feet tall on okay. wheels so you can wheel just it like around you have, Drew. and look at the view at night. Sweet. We can just you know, oh, wow. put that here. Oh, that sounds And maybe a perfect. table here with a mirror on the face so you can look at yourself and the view. Sounds just really like you have, Drew. That's the kitchen. the kitchen. Oh, that really is trendy. Mm. And you have to look at the picture that she made of Larry King. John Larry King. That looks like it to me. He oh, always has his glasses. Oh my God. What, what dumpster oh is that God. picture like in? That. Who, who threw that picture in? I was making people happy. Bobby has bad. some really wild decorating ideas. He's gay? And I was like, what the heck? Because I was sleeping on the floor. I think um, luxurious <laughs> and sumptuous Wait, fabric would be very nice Wait, she was sleeping on the floor? Nice yes. I like this bed where it comes off. 
Oh, it's frosted tips. Okay, that is um, a bed on a platform. Whatever happened to frosted tips? So over. Why? Why were they ever? Why were they ever not over? She wants the spare. Well, Brandon had frosted tips. I sure did. How long do you have frosted tips for? One time, eighth grade, ninth grade. Fucking this guy. And the next day, it's like she's The dog is humping a stuffed animal. I think Lila would do that if you had a show here. She would. She wears panties on the bear, and she rips the panties off the bear. Bobby Trendy's really into that dog humping that animal. I just have a feeling that Anna Cole Smith rarely had sex with anyone. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, she's she's completely out of it. She's just zonked. I'm, I'm trying to remember now. Did she die before her son? The, the pizza. After her son. Pizza. Yeah, isn't that what led to her, not. her her big spiral that killed her? Pig snot. Was man. Daniel? Dang, dang. Oh, pizza. Why? No. Why yeah. did Daniel? What did Dan, Daniel die of? Mm-hmm. Drugs as well. Didn't he? Maybe we should listen to that phone call to right see if right that here. would have any <laughs> hints. Hey, punker poo, pumpkin, Fishy. Daniel. Mm. What are you What are you doing? Nothing. You miss me? Uh-huh. You want to kiss me? Mm. You love me? Mm. More than all the raindrops in the water and all the fishies, fishies in the sea? What? Yeah. Aww. I love you too that much also. <laughs> I just got back from the guest party. Mm. I love you too yeah. that much also. Are you doing okay? Mm. Did you order you something to eat? <laughs> Thanks, not. Yeah, what'd you eat? Pizza. Huh? Thanks, Pig snop. Oh, yeah, because that's the thing. Oh, pizza. Okay. I love you. Okay, hold on. Well, he sounds like he love loves you. his mother so much in that car. Isn't that warm? If you need anything, call me. Where are you going to Bye. I love how much they've had to increase that audio because nobody could hear a word coming out of his mouth. Pizza. Methadone, an analgesic like... Like maybe an Advil? He had methadone? Methadone Methadone and analgesic and the antidepressants, Zoloft and Lexpro all together. Pig snot. How old was he? Uh, 20s. Was he in his 20s? 19 or 20. God, I didn't think he was that old. Wow. Because she was 39 or 38 when she died? I thought he was younger than that. Anyway. um, There's how Bobby Trendy redid her room. (laughs) Look at that. Oh, it looks great. You would love that, wouldn't you? Holy shit. Do you want us to lower that? No. It's just um, pink and white and very gaudy and very over the top. Oh, my God. Pink and white checks on that the wall. That's what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to sew it onto a piece of backing of some sort that so it all is together. That, that would be great. As if it were one. That would be great. Would it, it, would looks, be great? it looks like so the house has been has suffered a gay raid. <laughs> Sure it's been raided by gays. I don't know if he's good at that. <laughs> kind of second guessing now. What feather treatment do you want on this one? Yeah, the feather treatment, very important. Same same Just give it, give it a boa along here. I can't believe this guy was real conversation. the interior decorator for Anna Nicole Smith on this show, and he couldn't make it in that field. He had to go to re- into real estate. It seems weird. The check on the walls, all those checkers are like fur. That's fur wallpaper. Okay. Who had, uh, I'm just thinking of in the celebrity world, who had frosted tips that made people go, oh, my God, I want frosted tips? <laughs> uh, uh, the boy bands, right? Weren't they the yeah. first Oh, one? God, they did, didn't they? Lance Bass and, yeah. was huge for that, yeah. That's right. I don't know if they were first, but. 
I don't know. I feel like the boy bands were just bad for everyone. I think Guy it, Fieri. I think <laughs> so. Frosted Tips has its own Wikipedia entry oh my in God. the picture. <laughs> Care to guess who the picture is? Oh, oh it's Brandon, you spoiled it. It's Lance Bass. <laughs> wow, he has got the tippiest. It has notable people tips. who wore frosted tips. Eddie Guerrero, Justin Burfield, Lance Bass, Stephen Bradbury, Who's Aaron that? Carter, Zach Efron, Guy Fieri, Joe Jonas, Mark McGrath, and Justin Timberlake. Oh, Mark McGrath has oh, egregious tips. Of course he did. Oh, my God. Oh my. That was awful. We've seen Mark McGrath's tips. Sugar, sugar, a sugar tip. He probably still has them. Yeah, probably. What up, sugar tips? Oh my god! Oh. Oh. <laughs> a lot of pictures with him. Oh, oh he still he has them. Still does have them. What, what is he They're doing now? In. He just does all those tours, all those nostalgia tours. He doesn't. All he's the not, time. He doesn't host extra anymore. Well, he might. He looks. He looks strange, doesn't he? Because he's got in this picture. He just got work. See, he got yeah. cheekbones. What are people doing out there? I mean, I, honestly, I'm looking at a lot of people now from California, West Coast, Hollywood, and I look at them and I go, um, why you look different? Why you look different? <laughs> I mean, that's what, it, I don't go, God, he looks good or she looks good. It, it's not that. It's like, why you look different? Or maybe it's, you look weird. it's the pressure of trying to look like he looked when he was in the 90s and it was in a band that everybody liked. And maybe it, that's part of it. Aren't they just going overboard? I mean, didn't he look just fine? I don't know. He looked uh, he looked like a a kicked up maybe Billy he's, Idol. Maybe he's older than I think. Fifty five. McGrath. Fifty five. He wasn't dyeing his hair enough. Where's frosted tips enough? Isn't that his signature? <laughs> that is horrible signature. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine if he went bald? That'd be the end of him. That'd be tough yeah. to really fight through that. <laughs> um, yeah, he was uh, he was he was sort of part of that California scene around the time of the Chili Peppers, wasn't he? Yeah, yep, you got it. Yep. Yeah. Somehow he doesn't fit in that because I watched a whole doc on that no. period of music, well, and it was like, wait, everything seems like they belong to the group, but this one seems different. In fairness, oh boy, I came up saying, in fairness to Sugar Ray, I believe their first album is a lot harder. Yeah, and it's more rock. Chill, their yeah. first album, Mean, you know, with Mean Machine, that was rock. Yeah. And, then, and then they stopped and they realized they could make more money singing yeah. about, shut the door, baby, don't say a word. Yeah, you had the record guy from the record company come in probably and manage <laughs> them. and. Well, he did pretty well. Change, change your sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watched that that documentary in the Cadillac Tramps that is still out there. That's I've seen it. Okay. Anyway, the Cadillac Tramps were supposed to be the one that really made it instead of, well, not instead of, but out of Sugar Ray and Gwen Stefani. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, no, no doubt. No, no, no doubt. Yeah, uh, they, they were the one that, that those people didn't want to play <laughs> After the Cadillac Tramps, they were just really unique, weird. Uh, they had a unique style of music, and they all had drug problems. And um, they had gone into, actually, they all met in rehab, came out of rehab, and had this roaring band. And then the lead singer um, relapsed when they got their record deal. And that kind of fucked them up. And Whoops. I think he just died. But a couple of the guys went on to play with other great bands. And the other one was Bob Forrest's band. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bob Forrest is still out there. 
Yeah, he's no he's like the king of rehab. Yeah. Has he commented on Shifty Shellshock yet? <laughs> oh. I don't know. He tried to help him. He did. Yeah, Bob Forrest, I had no idea when I first started watching Dr. Drew that who's this kind of long-haired <laughs> Who always rock and roll guy <laughs> who's always talking to these drug addicts, and it turns out it's Bob Forrest, yeah. whose band, what was the band's name? Di- Dinos? Wait a minute. No. It's a crazy name. Uh, Daviop. No, no, no. <laughs> it's Felonious Monster. Felonious Monster. Yeah. yeah, Felonious Monster was like the Cadillac Tramps. They were the ones that everyone thought they were going to get the big deal. And when they got the big deal, the record company said, you know what? We just need you, Bob. Fuck the band. Oh. And Bob wouldn't fuck the band over. He did. He did. He fucked the band oh. over. And oh. it wasn't the same. Well, didn't he then become a huge addict, and then he went, he Bob shifted. Forrest was already a huge oh, addict, huge addict. And, of course, uh, without the band, he just, it wasn't, it, they were a great band. And Bob's done some stuff on his own that's okay, but, yeah, he ended up, I want to say he had, like, a two-record deal, and it just bombed, just completely bombed, and he went through tons of bonus money and all that, just blew it out of his ass on drugs, and woke up one day on, I think he said he was he was literally lying on some steps of a building. <laughs> he had no money. I think he said he had no teeth. And he ended up, I'm not sure if he went, yeah, I guess he did go to rehab. He got out and he became, he was waiting, um, waiting tables at this bar that takes a lot of rehab graduates. Uh-huh. And so it's a good environment for them. And all these people go and go, Hey, aren't you the guy from Thelonious Monster? Be like, yeah, uh, can I take your order? <laughs> wow. But, yeah. but he was really well known out there for being this great singer in this great band. And Wow, if you could come back after that day, wake it up on steps, no teeth. Yeah, he Got came nothing. back pretty good. Wow. And he had a weird, Commendable. A really weird background story um, where he found out and I'm sure this had something to do with it. He found he grew up with a with his parents were much older. Like, well, my parents were 40 when I was born, which is really old for parents. Mm. My brother was 45. My my mother was 45 when my brother was born. Wow. 45. And his parents were like 45. I think his father was like 60 or something, and his mom was maybe 47, 48. Jeez. So the really old parents, but had a very happy childhood, then found out that his sister was his mom. Oh. Oh. Yeah. What? Interesting. Yeah. Wait, what? I know. Yeah, his sister was his mom. Didn't and, that happen to, like, Robert De Niro or somebody really famous, too? Yeah, it happened to Jack Nicholson. Okay, that's who it was. Uh, there's a lot. There's quite a few of those. It happened to Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton's sister, quote-unquote, was his mother. She was 15, I think. Wow. wow. And, yeah, it fucked him up pretty good, too. Huh. But, and that's... Pretty strange thing, I'm sure, for anybody to uh, come yeah. to grips with. Sure. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's, you could possibly say that's what happened. But I mean, people talk about trauma and mental health breaks like everyone does now. And I just feel like, you know, it's stupid to make fun of it. It's just a normal thing now. I mean, yeah. I can't help but make fun of it. Yeah, well, some, some people <laughs> can't uh, help greatly it. abuse it. <laughs> yes, they do. But this emphasis on trauma is insane it's just absolutely nuts and then you see somebody who undergoes some serious some real trauma and you go oh that's yeah that's that's pretty um pretty major thing compared to some of these things that 
a lot of uh, people talk about now. Pseudo trauma. You, you yeah. mentioned Jack Nicholson. You saw him at the Lakers game, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did we ever? I don't know if we ever mentioned that he was at the Lakers. Yeah, we game. played a little clip of him. Oh, you did. Didn't okay. We? No, we didn't play a little clip, seven second clip of him. Well, we played the on clip. The court. Oh, I don't think we did. No. Um, but I thought it was interesting that he showed up at the Lakers game after that horrible video of him on the porch or the deck of his yeah. house that we played. I know. It was, it was ironic that it's he would like, turn up. I've got to get to the Lakers game <laughs> so people can see I'm not that piece of shit. You know what was interesting was that he was with his son who looks just like him. Yeah. And yeah. I think he and his son were estranged for a long time. And I guess they're best buds now. Thanks to LeBron. Wow. LeBron, <laughs> yeah, he got the Lakers in the playoffs, and now they won a oh. series, and he's he's giving Jack new energy. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like something LeBron would take credit for. Well, it's funny that everyone looked so happy to see him at the game. I, I knew mean, he every- was going to come to the game. <laughs> yeah, well, well, everybody thought he was dying or dead. We just saw him, re- but that on was that ridiculous. Porch or that he walked outside first thing in the morning off his back porch, and someone takes a picture of him wearing a t-shirt and sweats, just yeah. stretching his arms, and his hair's all messed up, and they're like, oh my god, look at Jack. That was terrible. I thought that was really bullshit. <laughs> I mean, he was in his backyard. Yeah. His backyard. Why are there people taking pictures of him there? Well, I mean, telescopic lens. You can make money? Yeah. <laughs> That dude's dying ASAP. I, I don't know. I, Schwarzenegger I, and his brat are out all the time, too. The secret brat. That, oh, with the maid? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. The one with the maid looks exactly like it's, him. Yeah, he's, he's, copy. he's completely ripped, looks just like Arnold. It's yeah. amazing how that love child is his doppelganger. And is Arnold married? Is he married to the maid now? <laughs> no. no, but he's making up family? for it. I, he's I feel, he's really pushing his relationship feel, with that kid to make up for denying like he, it all those years. He Sorry, likes Judy. that kid better than the ones with that's Maria. What I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That kid. Look, that kid yeah. looks more like him. Is more akin to the Schwarzenegger name. Yeah. Wow, wow. Jesus. Yeah, the Super kid is buff. absolutely ripped, just like his old man. Yeah. Too bad his face wow. looks weird. You know what? Joseph Baina. Arnold was hot back then. Trudy, you like those super duper buff guys, like, like Mr. Universe, see, don't you? Is this kid hot? I think to she you, does. Some, yeah. Trudy would what? love to be. If anybody's a Mr. Universe out there, like that's you, what Trudy wants. <laughs> <laughs> You want to accompany guys to Mr. Universe and watch them just flex like crazy and just see this whole body contour. Oh, you admit it. No, I don't know about that. I think what? You what are you talking about? I, I was do. at one of those one time in Columbus. I went to one of his Schwarzenegger's deals. I'm not a burger. It's weird. You know, they get up. It was a, it was like a, it was like a theater venue too, which is, yeah. seems like an odd place for that. And they're up there posing and oiling and, and that, they just stand Who are up you? and. Oh, it freaks me out. Oh, Trudy, Tr- are you saying you wouldn't be into this guy? Yeah, look at these muscles, man. <laughs> no. Mm. No. Yep. Yeah. Ah, fuck it, 285 pounds of muscle. Hot. All muscle, Just Trudy. look at me, man. <laughs> Have you ever seen this much muscle on a man? Have you? 56-inch pecs, man. Yes. 20-inch biceps. Man, I would get off on myself. Yeah, 20-inch pecs. Look at these traps, yes. man. This is one... Massive, man. Yes. Yeah. Huge nipples, man. <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah. Just look at this muscle, man. Oh, God. It's so beautiful. He's looking in the mirror. He needs oh, God. It'd be so, so fucking, fucking big, big man. Son of a bitch. Oh, I just fucking. Oh, God, you get off of myself just look at this body, man. Mm. Mm. You should see me. You're going to take that dick. Mm. You're going to take that dick. Mm. <laughs> I'm just sex with myself, man. Oh, my God. Oh, 
watch myself fucking come all over the <laughs> Mike Clark used to almost have to leave oh, the room right, when he heard that. There's no piece of audio uh, he hated yes, more sir. than that piece of audio. I mean, he would just be all into, like, Pornhub of himself. Yes. Oh, that guy, yeah. he would. No, happy. he would love to watch himself have sex. He would yeah. Yeah. Yes. He'd be watching himself. Yeah, he just need a mirror. He doesn't need a computer. Do you actually, like think, my erection selection? I think he would just like to watch himself beat off, actually. He doesn't even need to beat off. He just needs to look at his muscles. That's true. His yeah. nipples. No, his <laughs> nipples off. were really weird. Huge nipples. <laughs> he did have huge nipples. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay, there's a really weird story today, and <laughs> I only took it one way. This, I didn't even know what this was. Gwyneth Paltrow was, I don't know if she's being interviewed, yeah. and she was asked, who's a better lover, Brad Pitt or Ben Affleck? She was on Call Her Daddy, and they did Fuck, Mary Kill with Ben Affleck, oh. uh, Brad Pitt, and Chris Martin. So who? Even though she she's married. Married. Cr- married was Chris Martin, which is the most insulting position yeah, of the exactly. three. Well, I think I think uh, that's the person she least wants to fuck. In other words, do you want to see the teaser trailer? It's all available. I watched a bunch of it, but I couldn't find anything good because she sucks at talking. And I mean, yeah, I, w- I want to see this because this girl got sixty million dollars to take her show to Spotify. The book you- in the background is Pussypedia. Yeah, remember she and Sophia talked about while they're blowing dudes and. Uh-huh. Yeah. Before no, you play no. it, though, just remember, too, that Gwyneth Paltrow was currently married. Yes, I mean, she is. So say what you want about the Chris Martin insult. I think the bigger <laughs> insult is to be Brad Fulchuk. <laughs> Whoever Gwyneth that is. Paltrow, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Thank you very much. This week. You have the most stacked roster of any person <laughs> that has ever come on Call Her Daddy, Gwyneth. I'm not kidding. Brad Pitt, Ben Affleck. I'm like, what? Tell us your tips. And those are just the ones you know about. Would you be willing to maybe drop a name of someone that's A list that like the world doesn't know about? No, she won't. <laughs> Don't question. Okay, we're gonna play a game. Okay. Brad or Ben? It'll be fun. Okay. Brad. No. <laughs> I didn't even ask a question. Who are you more likely to get into an argument with? Make you laugh. Who was more romantic? Better kisser. Who was better in bed? Brad was like the sort of major chemistry love of your life. And then like Ben was like technically excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That means Brad. Holy fuck. You also dated and married Chris Martin. Shout out Coldplay. Love ya. Shout him out. We are going to do one last game. Okay. Fuck, marry, kill. (laughs) Brad Pitt. Ben Affleck and Chris Martin. Martin. Wow. Whoa. Ooh. Heavy. Ooh. So, uh, Brad Pitt's love of her life. That's yeah. that's good news for her husband. Sounds like she wants. <laughs> that's something he really wants to hear. Like she wants him back. Uh, she did say, at that point in my life, she added later. Mm. Wow. But I think it was a it was a sudden like suddenly realized she came back to the room said, and realized yeah. what she said. What do you what do you take away from the <laughs> technically excellent line about Ben Affleck? I think that means he tried really hard. <laughs> I thought it meant he went down on her a ton. <laughs> um, no, all right. I thought it. I think or it maybe means, he went down on her the best. I think it means he had a game plan. <laughs> I don't know. I think she was being nice. I think. I don't know. I've never heard anyone describe a man in bed that way. (laughs) Technically. Technically excellent. Technically excellent sounds like a machine. Could be worse. Nothing but missionary. Could be Brad Fulchek. 
or Chuck or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> but uh, I, I personally, I can't believe she even entertained those questions. I, th- I would have expected her to say, nah, I'm not going to answer that question. I'm married. Thank you very much. But that seemed like a little flirtation with Brad Pitt, maybe. Oh, well, possibly. You need the to love get out of my there. life. His goop, you know, has to survive, and so you have to get. She loves talking about her badge. Ah, with the love of my life, that's a nobody who's married to someone wants to hear that the love of their life was someone else. Well, she just said there was major chemistry. Uh, they don't want to hear that either. In other words, me. if Brad want to hear that, if Brad, if Brad wanted, <laughs> if, if Brad wanted her back, she'd be back. Sounds like yeah, it. Brad Sounds like it's up to him. Brad doesn't want it back. Brad, Brad Fulchuk is kind of okay looking. Oh, really? Where I would see, where does he look like? He's got some weird hair, but I mean, it, that's really shitty because nobody knows her husband. He's not a famous person, so she, the, the girl, the hosting the show, she doesn't even give a fuck about him. She's not going to ask about him yeah, because no. he's not interesting. He doesn't get clicks. Okay, forget about the dick you're plowing now. What about the famous dicks? Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I I think there's gonna be a I think there's gonna be an argument about this one. <laughs> uh, Just a feeling. Yeah, here's another sure. clip from the show. My husband's balls were disgusting. <laughs> She's going in all in on Brad. Uh, unless this guy's a total cock, unless he's like Maybe beat he off to it. that, he yeah. might beat off to the show. I don't know. He did create Glee. Oh my god! I mean, it seems like there's a lot of cucking going on these days. <laughs> it <laughs> it this might a be joke. a chance for him to cuck it up. Cuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, when you go on with uh, Alex, please cuck it up a little bit. I'll get excited about that. You know that. Oh, boy. That's weird. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. You know what I hated about that clip was all the laughter. Yeah. It's so over the top. And the way she pronounces so fucking funny. words in she's, English um, language. So fake. She's a little <clears throat> overexcited, I think. Yeah. Uh, but oh, she's, she's getting, just talking to Gwyneth Paltrow. Maybe uh, yeah. she's getting giant interviews. I'm sure Spotify is opening a lot of doors for her. How's she getting those? I wonder. Spotify, I would think. Spotify is providing. Well, I mean, Spotify is a <clears throat> it's a huge company, and I would imagine they have a lot of connection, a lot of pull, yeah. And they put a lot of money in her specifically. Yeah, so I'm sure they dollars. give her the resources. You don't give somebody sixty million dollars and then let them fail without doing. Everything in your power to make it work. Wait, She's been she, getting big uh, interviews. Yes, sir. She got big interviews on Barstool because Barstool has a lot of pull. So she's not really doing that with her own talent. She has a lot of helpers. Oh, there, yeah. You know, there are shows where they have like multiple helpers, and that's how they get over is because they have a lot of people working. Well, for Spotify them. is not going to. Well, I'll tell you what happened with, with um, Megan and Harry. Spotify threw $30 million at them, hmm. and they said, We got this. And then, remember, they didn't have a podcast for a year and a half? Yeah. yeah. And Spotify said, you know what? Uh, we're going to get you some people. Right. Because you don't have people. You don't have this. And so they then plied, I think it was nine people. A nine, ten person. St- no, actually, there was, weren't there credits for 29 people or 30 yeah, people? Yeah, uh-huh. It was uh-huh. crazy. Mm-hmm. So they just, they just put some, you know, experienced bodies in there, and they forced them to get shows out. Ten shows. Um, and but it, with with Alex, Alex has been doing a show for a long time. And with Barstool, she started doing interviews instead of talking about who she's blowing that week. She started interviewing a lot of different people that I assume Barstool was helping with. Or maybe she probably has her own great producers by now. Sure, I would. She's think a big so. girl. I mean, they built it. She's got like ten producers. Come on. Probably. Yeah. There's probably a minimal. Lot of, there's probably a lot of people working on that show. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
No, they're not going to let that fail. I'm sure it's doing really well. Mm-hmm. I don't know that for a fact. But um, did you hear that Ed Sheeran missed his funeral, his grandmother's funeral today? Because of his court case? What a dick. Because he's busy protecting his integrity. Oh, that's what you pay lawyers to do, Sheeran. Like, he like says, that guy doesn't have resources to leave and go to the funeral. Did you hear that? He is says he if, he's, if he is found guilty of stealing from Marvin Gaye, that he's quitting the music business. Oh, oh please, please be found guilty. Hi, Grandma. <laughs> but if he's got one fan on the jury, it's they over. Hear that, yeah. He's going to be like, oh, no, he can't quit the, quit the music business. Can't they bust him for jury tampering oh, by saying yeah. that? Yeah, he, did, he said it loud and clear. I mean, it was everywhere yesterday. And Isn't the jury already seated, though? I just don't think he's going to quit. I don't believe no. he's going to quit. That's why I want him to be... They should make him quit. Though. I want him to lose. Yeah, they yeah, should. Exactly. That's right. We're going to hold yeah. him to it. <laughs> It'll start a Yeah, it'd be career. cool if everybody pulled a Bud Light with him. They're like, okay, he said he was quitting, so nobody buys records anymore. <laughs> nobody listens to Ed Sheeran. And he just dies a slow death. Make a Chris Gaines persona. Start putting on music that way. <laughs> but how, how does he disguise himself? I don't know. Call himself... Hat. Uh, yeah, hat. Yeah. Shed um, Aaron. <clears throat> Kevin Costner's wife is dumping him, hmm. and apparently uh, Kevin Costner's wife, uh, he walked in on her banging Cal Ripken Jr. <laughs> yeah. Kevin forgot his script at home. He was on the way to go act, and then he went back, and Cal Ripken Jr. was balls deep in his wife with his spikes on. They had to cancel, with his spikes on. They had to cancel the recording of <laughs> Yellowstone that day. He still wears spikes? That's great. <laughs> and, and Costner went, not again! Just threw a script up in the air. It's really funny. Did you see the statement Costner put out, though? What did he say? They, um, He was blindsided by it. Apparently, it was yeah. her choice and not his choice. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's there actually is a prenup, and one of the provisions is that she must vacate all of his homes. <laughs> he has three houses. They own nothing jointly together. They're all his house, so she has to pack up and leave every single one of his houses. Ooh. Yes. That's part. Of, I wonder if that's part of the reason. Based, based on a time schedule set by the prenup. That's interesting. Because you'd think after, they've been married like 19 years. Wow, has that been that? Yeah. I think that she would be on a property. Her name would be on one property. Is this? this There's is, no spousal support either. No. It's just child support. That's it. They have three kids. Well, the previous wife, I think the Cal Ripken Jr. wife, the, that one, mm-hmm. um, he lost $80 million in Oh, divorce. that's right. Wow. <laughs> terrible 80, lawyers. That was, $80 million. That was the biggest divorce ever at that time. Yeah. So now he's got this ironclad prenup. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, I, you know, his wife's name is Christine Costner. I don't remember. Was she a model? She must be a model. She must have been a model. She's um, really pretty. Baumgartner is her last name. Do you guys remember her from anything? Never heard of no, her. No. I don't. Hmm. But yeah, they're like oh. beautiful women are a dime a dozen, right? In I, I just yes, yes. Orbit. He will he will be able to replace her. She is replaceable. How old is Costner? Sixty eight. She's forty nine. Yeah. Did did he jettison Yellowstone? Wasn't there talk that he was he wasn't gonna go back to that? That I might mean, have been hype. Seriously, oh, to okay. build up the hype of the show. Yeah, I I never watched that show, but. Do you Everybody guys watch it? Him. Anybody watch it? I've I seen don't. It. People, people were hand wringing over him leaving. My in-laws steal my Paramount Plus to watch it, or maybe they Bullshit. steal they the Paramount steal your, Plus that I steal yeah, from. Mark. Steal your yeah, app? That's terrible. My, is that why that keeps popping up on my Paramount Plus? Maybe. <laughs> <It's really funny. laughs> well, um, I just thought of something. I remember when <laughs> Kevin Costner got engaged to Christine, mm-hmm. 
and Joan Rivers making fun of the size of her ring. Kevin! You can do better than that! And it was a tiny ring. Really? Actually, oh. You want to see if you can find it online? Yeah. Did he just, didn't he just say, I just lost $80 million in a divorce. I'm not kidding. It's, it's like I would never have dreamed that Kevin Costner would get a ring like that. Maybe she it wasn't just, into material things. It just didn't look like a good sign to me. It looked cheap. I don't see it. I think he was on. I, I, Is I it a carrot? Was like, it even a carrot? Maybe he was on a red carpet with her or something. But but Joan Rivers made fun of the size of her ring, wow. his fiance's <laughs> ring, to their face, and it was Christine. Yeah, she showed it to him, and Kevin was standing there. I'm pretty sure he was. Oh, that's great. Wow. I hope I'm not it, making this up. To, they used oh, to do that. Why whole would you make something like that up, Kevin? Stick your hand in, and a little camera thing would take a picture of what you were wearing jewelry wise, your rings. Oh, so it was probably yeah. a ring cam thing. <laughs> That's great. Wow. Uh, and he took it pretty well, and she did too. They, they were, they seemed to be laughing, but I don't know. I mean, that is weird that she's not on any of his houses and she gets no spouse support. Oh, oh well. <laughs> uh, of course, with three kids, uh, she's going to do okay. And it seems to me there's a young one too. A young kid? Yeah, like eight or something. Well, maybe yeah, eight or nine. I mean, you know, they're they're not sense. grown, which you know, for his parent, their parents' age is is twelve, fourteen, different. and fifteen. Yeah, oh. so she's got kids for six more years. So she needs to get some get good new, child support. A new wallet in that amount of time. Listen, how jaded I am. Oh, she can find herself a new wallet. <laughs> she's fine. she's very worthy of a new wallet. Jeez. And the kids will be out of the house. Does she have to turn long. that ring back into Kevin? Good question. A cheap ring. I swear it was. I'm I don't know. I, Joan Rivers was really. She's the best. Excited about she's it. She so, was really good. So great. So um, there was another uh, big celebrity story today. Maria Menounos has been battling pancreatic cancer, and wow. I was like, "Wait a second! I just saw her sending temperatures soaring like a week ago." I just saw her at, at uh, Speedway in a white pregnant. bathing suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she talks to me every time I pump my gas. Yeah. She had a brain tumor removed in 2017, and then she was undergoing some kind of examination related to her diabetes, and they found this tumor. Oh, my God. And they said she had stage 2 pancreatic cancer, and they did some major surgery to remove this, this large growth, and her prognosis sounds good. Wow. I mean, seriously, I was like, wait a second, pancreatic is never good, but her prognosis sounded pretty good. There are actually some Where people- is that pussy cancer anyway? Take that, cancer! And that. <laughs> People who have powered through it. I mean, isn't that what um, Jeopardy? Uh, yeah, uh, Trebek. Trebek died of. But yeah, it took a long time. Well, I just know that when I hear a male has pancreatic cancer, it's I can't over, think of women right? getting pancreatic yeah. cancer. Yeah, it's, it's it is typical, over. Yeah. It's like you have as much. You hope that you get as much time as possible, yeah. but it's usually never more than you know four or five years or something. Isn't um, she the one that used to say, no, wow. <laughs> she had that really exaggerated. <laughs> Maria Menounos? Yes. Maria Menounos? No, uh, <laughs> uh, well, I think that was on Stern. <laughs> she was on Stern a lot. She, yeah. Her husband proposed on Stern. And I, and I thought it was creepy, actually, because really? I want to say, wait, I think her. His parents were listening, and I think her parents were listening. And I was asking her about all these sex things, and I was like, "Oh God, awkward." Yeah. Carl did something about 
two or three weeks ago, and it was starting talking about penises like nonstop. Mm. The whole show. It? Yeah, it was insisting that so and so was he so huge. Talk about, he wanted to talk about Nick Cannon's penis and how thick it was and how long it was to the very inch, and then. But uh, then he found out somebody else had a really big wiener, and he's like, "You got to come in and, and uh, do a, a penis off with Nick Cannon." Yeah, he no, he wanted what? Nick Cannon and Pete Davidson to put their dicks next to each other so he could determine which ones were bigger. I don't know. Just Wait, really... He's not even going to be there. I think he is. I think he is back. Well, they did some shows or in is like he just their Miami. In for a penis off. Well, they did some shows in like the Miami Sirius Building or something like that because I'm pretty sure Howard Stern's been living in Florida this whole time. Really? Uh, he just won't admit it because it's not cool to say that. So they do have photos of him like in studio with people following the Bruce Springsteen one. So. Uh, he recently had a revelation where he talked to his doctor on the air and his doctor's oh, like, yeah. it's been two and a half years. You're the only person that's hiding out in your basement. <laughs> and he really just embarrassed Howard. And Howard's like, maybe I should uh, get out of the house more. And it's like, yeah, no shit. I can't believe he's turning into Tommy Lee. <laughs> well, there's always been those, you know, those uh, questions about him and Ralph having sexual relations. What? Really? Oh, God, yeah. Ralph Sorelli or whatever his name is. Ralph. Yeah. Howard stylist for 25 years. There were always, always rumors about those guys getting it on. They have, yeah, yeah. In fact, Ralph failed the lie detector test about oh, being yeah. gay. Oh, he's, yeah, he's had a hair guy for 20 years, probably. It's <laughs> so weird. Really? Yeah. Well, it's his hair and stylist guy. Yes. Oh, he's his clothing stylist, too? Yeah. I thought that was John Varvatos or whatever, whoever that guy is. That was it's Bobby Trendy. Can we try Bobby Trendy back? <laughs> Bobby Trendy. <laughs> Ralph Sorello. Okay. Yeah. Um, right here, though. I mean, really? Why don't we give Trendy a few more minutes? Uh, remember the, uh, we watched the video yesterday of the guy who is obnoxious and he bothers people in bike lanes. Yeah. And the yeah. guy was parked in the bike lane. It was really funny because the guy's parked in the bike lane, so he knocks on his trunk and he goes like, don't you touch my car. And he goes like, well, you're in the bike lane. You're parked in the bike lane. And he goes like, I'm working. Which is like, what do you mean you're working? You're working in the bike lane in your car. You're working. And he did not look like someone who was working. And the next thing you know, he and his girlfriend are calling this guy the N-word over and over and over, just firing N-words at this guy and telling him to fuck off. And I don't know how this guy didn't get the shit beat out of him, to be honest, because this guy looked like he wanted to kill him. And then he drove off. And I thought, that's interesting he drove off, because um, I wonder if he finishes work. Yeah. <laughs> so today... Uh, someone took a picture of his license plate, and it turns out that he has 108 outstanding traffic tickets, and he owes $26,830. I got your license plate number. The guy that was parked in the bike lane. But he was working. I know. I, maybe he was working off all those tickets. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't think so. What an asshole. That was an amazing video, though. I couldn't believe the guy on the bike... Or was he on a board? He was on a long board, but he was in the bike lane. I was really surprised he pushed it because that guy wanted to fuck him up. Huh. Well, he does have a video rolling from his helmet or whatever, so maybe he felt... I guess. That guy knows he's recording me. I feel like if you anything. can't ring doorbells anymore, and you really can't knock on somebody's car when they're in the bike lane. Um, He's in the bike. He parked in the bike lane. He's parked in the bike lane. I mean, the, can I threaten to shoot anybody who comes to my door anymore if they ring the doorbell? Is that can you what? Is that shoot cool them? No, shoot them? Nah, I don't know. Why not? Try <laughs> I, Teddy Wafers. Like that guy did, you know, when there was yeah, a girl. See what happens. Doesn't usually work out well <laughs> for the shooter. No. <laughs> they got to be inside your house, but um, or you can is, chase them. This is funny. Um, so anyway, after watching that yesterday, I, I was 
I was thinking, uh, God, that was a that was a really entertaining video. Didn't you think it was an entertaining video? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I had no idea what was going to happen. <laughs> so someone else, someone sent me a, a link to someone who is a big bicycle fanatic. Well, actually, no, they're, they're a... They're like a parking fanatic, or they're just really a shit stirrer is what they really are. God. They're kind of like the guy that goes to police uh, scenes yeah, who, we remember we played a little video of that guy, Vigilante. Yeah. 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 What's his name, Brandon? Law, I don't know, something law. He's such a fucking dick. Delete laws. Oh, I hate that guy. He claims that he's at the scene. This girl is being arrested for not paying her dinner bill, and oh, right. he's on the phone with her mom going, yeah, I'm just here to make sure that the police don't kill her. I mean, he guy. acts like the police are going to kill anyone who's arrested. Right. And then he makes a big deal about it. I'm just here to make sure she doesn't get killed. I mean, what a fuck I mean, wouldn't you. the mom be on the other end? Wait, why would she be getting killed? What are you talking about? No, the mother was seemed like she was really yeah. bummed out, like yeah. she was scared shitless. But then he calmed her down by saying, you can see it later, on my YouTube channel. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's great. I can see my daughter getting arrested for not paying her bill. On YouTube channel. <laughs> YouTube channel. So anyway, this other, this other uh, channel was a guy... Who drives around and I would say he just fucks with people that are parked illegally. Hmm. He looks for, I think he started out, he's in Seattle, he started out driving around showing like shitty drivers, <laughs> which is kind of amusing because, yeah. you know, he edits it. But then um, he he pulls behind this woman who's parked in a, let's see, is it a fire hydrant zone or something? Yeah. And he honks at her. And the girl gets out and she's like, what the fuck do you want? He's like... You're parked in a in an illegal zone, and she goes drive around. He goes, no, I I no, you're not supposed to be parked there. I'm not going to drive around. I'm going to wait for you. And she's like, but I'm picking up my kids. And he's like, well, I'll just wait. So it turns out that's a lie. She's not picking up her kids. She's I don't know why she's parked there, but she will not leave. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, just like the the guy parked in the bike lane, it's this thing, and she's she's probably 22, 23 years old, where. I don't even think she has to leave. She's just not leaving because he told her to leave. Yeah, right. And so he ends up, um, she ends up saying, my boyfriend's a cop and he's coming over here. <laughs> yeah, right. So that was a lie too. Uh -huh. Although eventually a security guard did come up and actually was like on her side telling really? him to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I know. It was kind of funny. I'm surprised by that. So then, uh, then this guy, every, anyway, he got in skirmish after skirmish with people because everyone that he told, and, and they were, you know, the bike lanes, parked in bike lanes, parked in um, hydrants, parked in loading zones. I mean, people just basically anywhere. doing shit they shouldn't be doing. Double parked. Yeah. And every one of them acted like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was interesting. It was like, what? there's not one person who goes, I'm sorry, all right, I'm going to move. Because I guess I just expect certain people to... Do that? You sure. Can't tell me what to do. Are, are, it's that. It's that attitude. Yeah. Is, is, it activates. Is that. that what's happened that no one wants to be? Because I mean, yeah. look at all the trolling going on and all the trolling back. It's like nobody ever just capitulates. <laughs> no, you can't back that, down. That one's interesting. The people are in the car as it's happening. Um. Yeah, they're in the car or they come to the car. Oh, okay. Well, it's different if they had parked there and left, I think. But if you're sitting there waiting for someone, it's yeah, like, well, I can move it when it really needs to be moved, not when this. You know, busybody so, tells me to move right, it, but yeah. if there's a, an emergency vehicle coming or whatever, yeah, I'm there. I'm in my car. I, I, I would can move. I would definitely move. Just I because would move just would, to avoid the issue. I would avoid like, the okay, confrontation too. It, it just looked to me like nobody yeah. wants to avoid a confrontation. Then he pulls up. Um, <laughs> pulls up on this car that is parked the wrong way on the street. Like the <laughs> headlights are going the wrong way, and they're in a. 
Um, it's a no parking zone. And I forgot why, but it was it was like a hundred dollar ticket or something. It was a serious offense. Mm-hmm. So he pulls up behind that car and he, he just hits the horn a couple times, not really totally obnoxiously. And they're like, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, you can't park there, and you're facing the wrong way." And they're like, "Yeah, just drive around." Of course. Like, no, I'm gonna wait for you to lose. I'm gonna wait for you to move. You you can't park there. And they're like, "Well, too bad." So this goes on oh, and on and on, and eventually the guy lives in the condo that they're parked in front of. The guy comes out and he's like, uh, he starts saying, "My condo is worth more than uh, than your net worth, asshole." And and then he's like, uh, "I fuck better looking girls than you've ever even oh, seen." Gosh, yeah, and the girls the girls are going, "I'm hot and you're fat." I mean, they're just it's like, what is going on? So then they box him in because he won't leave and they won't leave. And it's like, they, they don't have to be there. They just aren't leaving on his account. So they box him in. So he calls Seattle police. Like, oh, great use of police. I mean, how stupid. So the police come and of course they move and he drives away. I want to wow. see this guy. What uh, What's the thing it's, called? It's not that great a site. Oh, That's okay. the only reason I didn't say it, but it's, I think it's Salty Seattle Driver or something. It's a YouTube channel. Yeah, there's lots of YouTube channels like that where it's just strictly for confrontation. There's yeah, they're the, just fu- they're just looking for people to do exactly what everyone does. There's the uh, the cart the shopping cart guy who goes around. He films. <laughs> he walks around, and if people leave the shopping cart, he films them and changes them. It's kind of funny. There's the uh, the bad parking guy who has these like he has these magnets that he will flip at people as they're driving away, and it'll stick to their car, and it'll say like I'm a bad parker. And uh, and yeah, the, what happens is those generate tension and then sometimes fistfights. So they get sometimes shootings because we need more contentious people. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, Trudy, how far did you get? Did you you did Roche and then um, Luke? Yeah, and 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 uh, public justice in Michigan. I did not do Pam. You didn't do Pam. I didn't do you Pam. skipped the middle one. I, 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 that was weird. I did all the ones that you told me to do. Uh, I didn't know you were going to do my order. Uh, Pam is public adjusters of Michigan. They represent you, the insured, for property insurance claims. If your pipe burst or you've had some crazy weather, some high winds, uh, roofing, I mean, anything, flooding, who knows? Pam will get you more money. They'll handle the entire claims process so you don't have to. You don't say the wrong thing that ruins your claim. And if you're in the middle of a claim, Call Pam. If you're having problems, they're more than happy to take it over. They'll tell you if they can help you. And if they do, you'll get more money. Pam gets you more money, and they do all the work. Why wouldn't you have them do it? Go to callpamfirst.com. That's callpamfirst.com. And here, Trudy, you can handle those, too. Okay. I'll do some Our homework. girl, Christina Gennari, she is an ace in real estate. She's been doing this. Even though it's been weird for the last couple, and it's still weird with real estate, but she's been doing it 20 years. She knows what she's doing. She can do everything from staging the property to selling the property. Or if you need to move, you know, got to move, go with Christina Gennari, soulchristina.com. That's soulchristina.com, the obvious choice in real estate, 248-550-4788. And she'll even teach you classes for how to, like, deal in the real estate market. And... uh that's our girl, Christina. Is there a Dr. Yeldo? You want me to knock that off? Oh, Dr. Yeldo? You didn't do Dr. Yeldo? Or is he not in? She's not on there today? He's not in there today. We sound so organized in our seventh anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandon, you want to handle? Nope. One of the two of these. I can't read. <laughs> he 
you can't run. I'm watching the salty Seattle guy. And, yeah. Uh, this time he's on a bicycle. Here he is. Uh, watch, watch this confrontation with this dude. It's a real quick one. He's driving in the bike lane, and there's a guy going the other way. Traffic goes that way. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic goes that way. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> he's also ass. he's also really mad. Let's see if I can find it again. But he he's pointing out. He's pointing out people in their car while he's he on his bike light? that are on their phone. I hate that. What people on their phone? When they're driving it. Oh yeah, no, it's terrible. But this guy's on a bike. His main thing is to, on, in this video at least, to ride around. Way, dipshit. Over there. <laughs> you just yell at another guy. Is to um, just get make sure people are using the bike lane correctly. Oh I don't know. I, I have a little. I have very little experience with bikers, but I know on uh, Oak Street Beach in Chicago, you can rent bikes. Uh. And I used to ride, ride the bikes way, you can ride forever. Mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. the thing is, there's a lot of people on bikes in a small space, and it works out okay. But then the people who are, like, timing themselves, these super bikers, uh. mm -hmm. they come flying through. On your and left. They, and they just start ringing, you know, these, these alarms and stuff when they're coming, like, yeah. get out of my way! And everyone just like, ah! And they just roar through the middle, and they're like, what the fuck? Why are you doing this down here where there's all these bikes? Just assholes. Here he is at Never a light. Take it off any sweet jumps. He's coming up to a light here, and he decides to go by every single car that's on their phone, which is every single car, you know, just to tell them to hang up their phone. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah, but he's wrong. He's he's in the wrong lane. See his reflection there? Yeah. He's doing the phone to the ear and then <laughs> hang up hang, the phone. Hang up the phone. The guy's like, what? <laughs> And now he goes up to the next pickup truck, cab, the wrong way. SUV. The guy's on his phone. Should you be driving with that? Should you be driving away, with that? You. Put it away, thank you. <laughs> what Busy a dick. Who is this hall monitor? I know. He's really bad. I want to know more about him now. You should see when he gets boxed in. Oh, my God. It's so ridiculous. These people just insult the shit out of him. I'll keep looking for more. Okay. He sounds like such a weak. Oh, <laughs> people are crossing in front of him. He does not like that. You're right, Trudy. Is he is he following in the That's right hand? Do it. Yeah, he's not supposed to be on that side. Turn left from this light. <laughs> I mean, he's going nowhere. He's just trying to look for. Oh, he's looking for confrontations. Oh, he's got his arm up for a left turn. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Come on, go. <laughs> he just likes being a traffic cop. It's your like, turn. Likes being a oh, <laughs> I have to yield to you. <laughs> oh, someone's walking uh -oh. in front of him. Uh oh, uh oh. That was weak. Yeah. Did you nice. expect one of these to end with him just getting hit? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's in bike lane again. Uh oh. He's going pretty fast. Yeah. He just growled at those words that much. Oh my god. What? what oh dude? my god. What? 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 What's your problem? Just because there's a guy That's standing. great at... driving. Oh. I'll keep monitoring. Oh my god, this one is so sensitive. I'll let you know if I see anything else. I was just amazed at how it just seems like no one says, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he, when he initially comes up on people, they're always doing something wrong. But no, everyone just says, fuck you, pretty much. 
um, some people a lot more <laughs> aggressively than yeah, others. He, he in that in that instance where he was chastising people for being on their phones, he went left yeah. of them, which he was on a bicycle, so he was he was probably close to the center lane. Well, you're you're allowed to be in the lane if you're yeah, a bike you, and go with traffic, but you're not. Oh, here's a double park. Park in the middle of the street. You're blocking them in. It just takes a second. Uh-huh. It always just takes a second. Fifteen minutes later, you're still there. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah, you too. Have a good There's day. There's a parking spot right there. <laughs> well, wait, there was a spot right, right here. There's two there. of them. Are you okay. There were a lot of spots nearby. <laughs> He's such a dick. There's another one. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yo, see. the way you pulled in makes me wish your dad pulled out. There's a whole spot right there. That's <laughs> dork. He's just a fucking dork. <laughs> Asshole. He sounds like, wait, he sounds like the guy, what's his name that goes, um. Oh, such a nice dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ed Bassmaster. Ed Bassmaster. Does he sound like him? Oh, oh, this truck is parked yep. in the biking lane. Oh, This shit. is what bike lanes are for. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, would you look at that. He shared a uh, post he put on Twitter because you can report these people. So he shared that he reported that truck for parking in the bike lane. Ooh. What, <laughs> what did they do to them? Busybody. I'll probably fine him. Probably, I, you know, ticket him. I um I noticed that he, he does not have as many subscribers as we have. <laughs> He's been doing it for seven years. He's been getting as many views. Oh, he would oh. not have been doing it for seven years. <laughs> what oh. a flop. Boy, this one looks good. What a flop. <laughs> what? Really? Car- car parked the wrong way. All that way to stop. You gotta stop right here. He's picking someone up. You had to stop in the bike lane. There's a whole parking lot right there. You saw me coming. You saw me coming. Yeah, you saw him coming too. He's trying to leave now and you're blocking him. Go around. You can back you can back up the way you came. Oh, the, but yeah, because there's tons of cars coming that way too. You can back up the way you came. Just, oh, 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 oh boy! Oh boy! What's up? What? Grab! Oh, he's on a scooter. He's not even on a bike. Don't worry, your car is fine. Think about it. I have no place to park. Right there. I that no entire place to park. area. That entire area. If I see, you, I would have to do that. So I have to pick up my How did you not see me? I'm coming right down here. I got a light. Because <laughs> I was looking at them, my passing with you. Think I'm looking for can, my pass. This guy's just an Uber driver, to right? Things at once. No. Then you shouldn't be driving. Yeah, that's why. I then you shouldn't be driving, especially have, not professionally. Otherwise, I have an office job. That's why I'm a driver. You understand? See. Cool. I'm a driver that's too. Sorry. All right, I'm sorry. Of a scooter. Okay. That's I the nicest person apology. I've ever don't seen. Stop in bike lanes. That's all I ask. Pay the fuck attention. Wow. Okay, he was a much bigger asshole than the driver. That's the nicest driver I've ever seen. He kind of sounds like this guy. The worst part, truly, <laughs> is that I made some real friends here. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm ever going to see him again. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm just totally entertained by this guy's channel. Yeah, I, it irritates Mark, I, me. I, don't, I do not. Oh no, I, I was, hate I was, watching it, Trudy. I, I was on it for like an hour this morning. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. Uh, you've you've stumbled into some dickier behavior. I mean, he was being a dick on the ones I was watching. I was watching the most viewed ones. Okay, and 
the one that uh, where he got boxed in, that one was a yeah. long one. It took a long time, and these people were such assholes, and they were just going on and on with the insults about how hot they are and how fat he is. <laughs> well, him on the scooter, he can just bolt. He can just uh, do drive-by insults or By the way, scooters are annoying. They really, really are. They follow you. They chase us on the scooter. <laughs> and the girl was wearing this, I don't know what it was. It was a skirt, but like half her ass was showing. Oh. Ooh, nice. Really? Yeah, yeah, but she was not a nice person. Yeah, but not just like her. She With her ass. I was not <laughs> fooled by her ass. Fooled by her ass. <laughs> what does that mean when you're doing that? When you're wearing a skirt where hot? your ass is out? What is I it, don't what is know. It? What I, you try to say? And this guy who's with like three girls, he's talking about how he fucks all these hot chicks, and these three girls are with him. I'm thinking, well, they really, they're okay with him saying, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Maybe they all fuck him. I don't know. Huh. Um, do you guys know who P.K. Subban is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is he, is he an active NHL player? No. Not anymore, no. Okay. He, he used to nail Lindsey Vaughn. Correct. Oh, okay. Uh, so he was, a, he was a stud, right? Oh, He was yeah. a great defenseman, yeah. Well, you know, he's an analyst now. Right. So they're talking about, did you hear about this? I did. You got a little skirmish. They're talking about this, uh, I think it was an overtime game and how long it was going to take, and somebody said, hey, better pack a lunch for a game like this. You know, like, get something to eat, I guess, sure. between overtime periods. And he goes, uh, yeah, maybe pack a Lizzo-sized lunch. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and nobody laughs. <laughs> well, come on. They're like hanging about to dry. I know. It's like, these hockey people, nobody laughs. You just get one laugh. So, so anyway, know it's so should, stupid. You should know better. That's fucking funny. It's really dumb. It's really so dumb, dumb. But yeah, it's kind of stupid funny, but really dumb. I mean, like, I, I would expect. Better, but it's hilarious. I kind of thought, I heard about it, and I thought, <laughs> oh, that guy's going to lose his job. But anyway, I don't think he is. Even though Lizzo's really pissed. Oh, she's pissed? Yeah, Lizzo's oh, pissed. Oh, come on. Some, can't she course, laugh about it? Oh, no, a million people told Lizzo right away. Well, can't you, well maybe she was watching the game. No, no, people tweeted at her and sent her the audio and all that. So anyway, she's pissed. Come on, man. So I'm watching uh, TMZ and they're covering the story. And you know how they bring in the, the their young twits from the back room? Yeah. And Harvey talks and Charles talks. And, and it was all about how... Um, <laughs> Well, uh, you know, um, uh, PK, you know, he's a rookie and uh, he's got to learn from his mistakes. And, and I'm like, wait, what's PK's shield? Why is because if it's anyone else, you're going to say, oh, my God, he should be canceled. They got to fire him. How stupid. But there was all this sympathy for PK for some reason. Is he a brand new analyst? No, I, think, I, think, he, I think isn't he fairly new to the analyst game? Well, yeah, I guess in this year or last year, but I mean, is it because he's... Well, he's that's what I assume, Brandon, because I, I just thought it was really weird because usually they are so harsh on people. And I remember uh, the couple hockey it's people have said... not that bad of a thing that he said anyway, though. No, it's not. But they don't cut anyone else any slack. What did Don Cherry lose his gig for? What did he say? What did oh, he say? people should get those flowers or whatever for veterans. Yeah. Poppies. Something like that. Oh, poppies. And um, Jeremy Roenick, got, he was talking about his wife's girlfriend who was an announcer and Threesomes. he made some jokes, which were, you know, and she acted like she was pissed about it. So I'm mostly disappointed in Lizzo in this whole thing. She well, just laughed it off. Oh, Lizzo, Lizzo never made, laughs anything off. She made statement right here. Hang on. <laughs> 
I mean, the alliteration of Lizzo lunch is just funny. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting, though. The three guys. Can you play it, Brandon? Um, I don't think they laughed at all. <laughs> and, and of course, you know, Harvey. Well, it wasn't funny either, so. I thought it was funny. But I think these guys, if they laugh, they're in trouble. So that's why they don't laugh. In I don't think for they... laughing? So the only recordings no, that are available are what people film. So I don't know what the quality is. but I was very impressed by their four check, their battle level. Big game for... Uh, it's for pack a lunch. Listen, maybe they need to pack a Lizzo-sized lunch. Big picture basket. Because, you know, they weren't prepared, in my opinion. <laughs> There was some, someone, someone chuckled. Yeah, someone. Someone's in trouble. <laughs> oh, oh, they're off camera. Both of them can deny it, though. They're off camera. <laughs> I love how casually he said it, too. He should have just stopped at that. Why is he wearing his jacket on that set? It was cold. You know, it does look a little informal. Hot. But I mean, it was like, oh, well, he's a rookie and uh, he's going to have to learn. And I'm thinking, hmm. Interesting. Well, he's a rookie and he's a player, and those two are seasoned. He's a 33-year-old rookie. Right. No, he's not a player now. He's a rookie at broadcasting. Right, but he was a player. It so. wasn't his first game. Um, I'll kick Artie well, those, those How long are, until ESPN makes Pekin Subban apologize for he calling? Has, but he has not apologized, I don't think. That's what I thought was really weird, too, is that they said ESPN has not said a word yet. What if he said, pack a, a Brendan Fraser whale size lunch? Is that okay? I mean, that's a fictitious character, that's, I guess. Uh, no, Brendan Fraser, would, Brendan Fraser would probably get upset. Oh, he would absolutely get upset. God, I think he would. Cry forever. <laughs> cry forever. <laughs> I don't know. Just it's, clap it off. No one lets anything go. So that's why I was so taken aback that they were so like, oh, he's a rookie, and, uh, you know, he's gonna, uh, like, wow, where did that come from? Mm. And then I had another thought, and uh, I don't know. They just uh, really unforgiving about a lot of stuff. Really unforgiving. But um, ESPN has not. They have not responded to it yet. Seriously. Yeah. So uh, basically, we're going to see an apology soon. Okay. It'll probably be tonight. It'll probably sound something like this. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, <laughs> it'll be a home run. Wrong sport, but from PK. Yeah, he'll probably show up tonight on NHL Tonight or whatever the the playoff show is, and and then he'll say, "Hey, sorry about that." I'm surprised he doesn't get suspended for a game. I mean, look at look at what's his name, the Reds announcer. Tom Brenneman. Oh, Brenneman, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, he says, what do you say? He said gay? fag. He said oh, he fag. Said fag. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You're not allowed to do uh, that anymore. No. But he's never allowed to work again. Ever. Ever. Wait, what? I mean, is that no, kind of well, crazy? Working. He's working. He's just he's back in minor league. In, he's baseball. back in the minors. Yeah. yeah. Well, the um, there was a Reds opening, Wait, and there the, were a lot of people that were making noise about rehiring Tom Brenneman. And I, I don't know what happened, but then I heard there were some people like, absolutely not. I don't, when, I, when did uh, PK say this, by the way? I think it was two nights ago. Because he's got a tweet from 22 hours ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I don't, I'm assuming this is an offense of what he said because he wrote, pack a lunch, lock means lock in, be ready to compete, bring work boots, except that they're going to ah! try to outwork you in hard areas. <laughs> And included a picture of it from, you know, um, I guess dictionary.com or his Google search. Is he trying to say that nice Lizzo's try. a really hard worker who yes. works overtime? That's it's what like, he's, yeah, he's. That's what people are going to read into it. He is playing make believe. That is hilarious. That's a, that's a nice excuse. That's a real weasel move right Straining there. Straining to do some explaining. Yeah, I was on his side until I saw that tweet. He's straining to straining to do some explaining. Okay, there's the tweet, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, come on. Are Today's you phrase, pack a lunch. A large, sustained amount of effort. That's what he wrote up there. Oh, come on, PK. Just admit you <laughs> fucked up. 
<laughs> is that going to get him off? That's not going to get him off I the hook, no, is it? I don't no, it, makes me mad. it finally makes me mad at him. No, I want him to continue with these Twitter uh, excuses and, and never apologize. <laughs> that is so and I funny. I want him to keep his job with the NHL. I feel bad that he was mean to Lizzo, though. Why? Because I don't know, you shouldn't be mean to Lizzo. It was funny. Yeah, but it was Lizzo opens herself up. If she doesn't dress that way, if she doesn't dress scandalous shot. all the time, then no one. She dresses like Rikishi from the WWE. If she didn't, if she covered up a little bit, I don't know who that is. I mean, no one goes off on Chrissy Metz that much anymore. I mean. I think the problem with Lizzo is everyone pretends that she looks wonderful in that string bikini. Did she go to the Met Gala? Everyone knows who she is, I think too. she did. Oh, did I mean, she? she's probably the most famous fat person out there, right? But every time she wears something horrible, everyone's like, oh my God, you're so brave. Yeah, that's stupid. But she plays what the they field. mean is, you look like shit, and you absolutely aren't even worried about it. <laughs> that is what you look, she's so brave is. You look like garbage. You're so brave. Well, oh, man. She wears less than almost anyone. I mean, she had a buttless pair of pants on uh, at a Lakers game. How yeah. ridiculous is that? You can't go buttless. Yeah. She had her ass hanging out of pants or a dress or something, wasn't it? Was that a dress? Yeah. Uh, I think it was just assless chaps. A few more games, Nicholson might do that. Who know. goes to a Lakers game with assless Jack Nicholson. chaps? No, he doesn't. He might. No. He's out. Of, he's senile. One of the Kardashian brats or the Jenner brats would, right? Um, Assless, everything. I could tell you that. Slut. <laughs> Seeing what's his name with them. Who was all sprayed in silver at the Met Gala. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little, little Nas X. <laughs> we turned around and see he's got a thong on. I was like, that just <laughs> totally shocked. I don't know why I was surprised, but I was totally surprised. It's like, oh, my God. It's like this dude's just walking around with his dong out. <laughs> I mean, he's everything but his dong up. That's it. Carl and it probably Frel came out eventually. Would have loved it. Oh, yeah. Holy shit! Does that guy have his wiener out? <laughs> uh, did uh, somebody watches CBS here? Did you watch this morning, Trudy? Yeah, I think I did. Did you see Steve Martin? Oh no! You know he's what? He's got an audio book. I turned it off before he came on. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was talking to um, Gail and the gang about his audio book called "So Many Steves." Mm-hmm. And uh, and one thing that was kind of interesting about it was he was saying that his least creative, the least creative he's ever been was his final days of stand-up, which was when he was playing large arenas and stadiums because he was so big. And he was kind of saying that you can't try anything out with a crowd like that. Right. And it reminded me that it seems like every time someone reaches that level, it doesn't last. Like Dane, Dane Cook, Cook yeah. Dice Clay. Um, well, Sam Kinison probably could have. Kevin we'll never Hart's know. Kind of Kevin Hart on. is doing it. But he's kind of shifted away from stand-up to movies. And commercials. Is Kevin Hart yeah. doing stadiums? He was. He was, yeah. Time. And he could if he wanted to. Yeah. Could he? Yes. I guess so. He's probably. Yeah. Um, but I thought there he was might be the exception to the rule, though. But then the other thing was, it was one of those interviews where <laughs> Steve uh, did the book with this guy named Adam, and... They would just have conversations, and of course, we don't really care about Adam's end of the conversation. We only care about what Steve has to say, but yeah. Adam was, <laughs> was in the interview, oh, no. and so it's like, what do you do when there's this person you don't want to talk to, and this person you really want to talk to, and the person that you don't want to talk to really wants to talk, and it's like, why do people do that? Why? I mean, did Steve, does Steve that's Martin Steve, insist on, he's there, or this guy Steve go, hey, uh, you know, I better be in the interview because I'm really half the book. No, that's on Steve Martin, 100%. Yeah, I mean, it just 
because you know that you, I knew that when they said, um, yeah, Steve's going to be bringing Adam, and they went, oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, you know that happened. Right, you can know we, it can, did. Can we tape it and uh, edit them out? <laughs> I think they were live. I, I was bumming out this morning, though, because there are no shows to watch now. And oh, because no, of the writer's strike. Yeah. And how long is it going to go? It's annoying. Oh. And yeah, they're just all on hiatus. They just all just. Whoops. Yeah, they're all in reruns right now. I, so, you know, I think the writer's strike is a big deal. I, I mean, I'm not it saying is. it's not, but it's such a big deal in the media. The media yeah. just cannot stop talking about it because. You know they're sort of connected in a way. That's well, mm-hmm. you know, a bummer because you can't. It watch is a bummer. No, I agree. Shows, and it's going to put back you know like, like seasons of shows that we love. Rob well, the, Lowe was out there, by the way. I Did know, you see Rob Lowe? Oh, and his son was out his, there too. And Rob was so guy. proud of his son. <laughs> yes, yeah, Nepo baby. Uh, baby. Um, they were saying though, you know, the studios knew this was coming up, so they've just bought so many scripts. Like they are just sitting on a bunch of scripts, and they've already prepared to do a lot more reality TV. Right, that was what. That's what happened the last time. That's where we got reality TV. Yeah, and this is going to go on for a long TV. time. No, no, it can't. No. So, um, I won't. Well, it's going can't to cope. gird your loins. <laughs> what? Gird your, you never heard gird your loins? I don't ever want to hear that again. What? Do you know what it means? No, I don't care. I what? don't like that. It just sounds gross. When people wore tunics and they before battle, they would gird their loins up so I you don't trip you... over the tunics. So you wrap it around and pull your nuts back. I don't oh. like that. No. I think that's gross. Is that the Girding equivalent of wearing a cup? Huh? Is that the... Like, like balls to the wall. <laughs> that's a fighter pilot thing. Gird your loins. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Balls to the wall. Barstool had a great story about James Corden, and it was it was funny too because uh, let's see who wrote the story. Uh, Jerry Thornton. Yeah. Jerry hates um, James Corden. He hates James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes on and on about it, but he goes on to say exactly what the article the other day was suggesting, which is what I really took from it because the article was talking more about Corden, but just that the late night TV. The, the system doesn't work. It's too expensive. And so he's talking about how much it costs to put Corden on and how much money CBS was losing. And the feeling is that some of these other shows cost more than Corden. And the hosts make more than Corden. And while they get a little more money out of advertising, just the the system just doesn't stand up. It, there's It's not a place you can really make money anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they were, they were sort of projecting that the exit of Corden is going to start an exodus of late night television. Like canary in the coal mine? Well, I I think that if you still had the two, you know, that had, you know, if you still had two and then shows that were after them, so technically four, I think it would work out fine. But you have, you have like 16 late night shows now. Well, and what it's reflecting, as far as Corden is saying, Corden doesn't, you know, if Corden was on it at 1130, that it would open us, it would open up an audience because they're not doing that format anymore, and so it would push some audience to Kimmel. And but it's sure. not; it's later. So they still have the same problem. Your audience is shrinking. And uh, another story on the same topic was referencing that Kimmel's audience is dipping below a million. Quite, I mean, it used to just do it occasionally, but it's still the audience is still shrinking. Mm-hmm. Every and, audience seems to be shrinking. Yeah, and Kimmel, I I, don't, I forgot what the amount. 
was, but Kimmel makes a lot of money, and so does um, so do the other two guys, Fallon. Oh yeah, and um, uh, Colbert, CBS Colbert. Kimmel's salary is twenty four million a year. Yeah, and they were kind of suggesting they can't believe he's making twenty four million. How can they possibly afford to pay him twenty four million? I don't know. Is it because he does all the other stuff? Yeah, because he does host. A lot of shows, but... There's a lot of shows. He does a lot of that live programming, the retro 70s shows yeah. that he put on. Does he get paid extra for that, or is that part of his deal? Like, does he have a development that, deal? Yeah, he probably does. Well, they mentioned that he hosts, um, you know, he hosts the Academy Awards and stuff, but they said that normally they don't pay the host anyway. So that's not really, yeah. you know, I guess it's value added to have him, but they were kind of implying that if we asked Jimmy Fallon to host, he would he would do it. They wouldn't have to pay him to do it. He would want to do it. Well, I mean, not well, that they want Jimmy Fallon, but just the point being that that twenty four million dollars is insane money. What would, what would happen they, if they said to him, "Bro, uh, we're we're going to cut you in half. You're going to make twelve million. Well, that's what that's why James Corden walked. James Corden said, "No, I'm not doing it for less. This job, the amount of time I put into this is insane. I have no life." See again, I don't know. Really, he put a lot of time into that. And by the way, David Letterman put in a lot of time. His show was really expensive. I think compared to some of the others. Yeah, because he did a lot of stunty stuff and all his little Broadway escapades and things. Well, they said it was. For a 1230 show, it was expensive, but not for an 1130 show. Yeah, 60 to 65 million to produce. But they had started working production in crews, like they would have crews do stuff, so they didn't pay them the same. They were already trying to cut costs, but they just, there was no way to cut their way out of $20 million. Um, If Corden had been willing to do it for like $2 million, it sounds like they might have tried. But he was, he's like, I'm not going to, fuck that. I don't think that. he's that well liked, though, is he? He does well. His does ratings he? are good. I mean, I mean ratings. People. But the problem is, this is the problem. When Jimmy Kimmel's not doing a million a night, it's just not that big an audience. That's yeah. the ultimate problem is they can't, um, in fact, in the demographics, they were saying, in the demographics of 25 to 54, which is what everyone wants, it's like less than a half a million. Well, it's like Gordon was only doing 200,000. Is, yeah. is that measuring just his TV, like just to show when his show runs. Well, if that's they get where so they, many hits on YouTube. That's where they're. Well, that's where they make the most revenue, right? Off the TV show. Yeah, yeah. but he. Yeah, you know, I mean, he also does have other means of. You know, you can watch him in different ways. Yeah, but I Sounds still like think she's the digital. Be really heartbroken I about still this. think the digital. The, the main. <laughs> I like Jimmy. The main okay. source of digital I watching, I still believe to be Gen Z and younger, and I don't see any kids going, "Hey, you want to watch Jimmy Kimmel?" I don't think they are. I, you know, I don't know what the numbers are. I mean, they I'm were looking stuck at, on. I'm the... looking at Corden's uh, YouTube page, and it's anywhere from four hundred thousand to about a million views on a post. Most most seem to be around. I'll see some of these. Like Ray Romano's least favorite thing is twenty eight thousand views, but he's boring. You know, but but Adele don't... carpool karaoke seventeen million. That's the very last show. Yeah. But they don't. Um, when they when they put stuff on, it's on YouTube, right? Yeah. So yeah. they get paid from YouTube. They can't sell oh, yeah. their own ads. Can no, you're they? right. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. they, you know, and they're that's not YouTube. giant money. Um, I'm sure when you're putting out, I, I think, and some of those carpool karaoke's get 60 million views and 90 million views. But I think that's why CBS at least has had this huge push for Paramount to like, hey, it, watch it on Paramount. Watch it on Paramount. Yeah. The only one I ever liked uh, carpool carpool was the Foo Fighters, and maybe the Paul McCartney one. When he went to his house. 
Well, yeah, that was a little history. It was a little history. It was kind of cool. cool. I enjoyed it. People were, I was reading comments. People were like, I'm crying. Oh, my God. Gets them. Well, you know what was weird? Um, there's Um, There's this guy who has a YouTube page called... It's called the man in me, which is like I don't. Why is I feel Gross. gay going to the thing. The <laughs> guy, like the name is so weird. The man in the me? man in me. So I was like, because ah. I I saw what the post was and I watched this. Like, wow, that was really cool. And then I saw it's on the man in me, and then I was like, oh my god, am I gay for for going to this page? <laughs> okay, this is Ed. weird. Why is this why That's, is this Ed page smart. called this? Why is it called the man in me? It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, <laughs> we're so gay now. <laughs> Here, here, here's, here's Drew going to the page. So am I gay? Am I gay? <laughs> but this guy, he has great videos. He had one um, where it's like the most iconic album released every yeah, month we, we, of the yeah. 1960s. The most iconic album. Well, he was doing the most streams, the top 100 stream songs of the 67. Then he did the most iconic album released every month. And so I was going through there and I was watching it. It was weird. I was getting like... Um, <laughs> I was getting depressed during periods where I didn't remember feeling well. I was getting excited when it got to periods where I was happier in my life. <laughs> it was really weird. It's like gay. I cannot believe how powerful those those album covers were. It's like uh. what's going on here? But it was really fun to go through the 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s and I after I watched it, I really felt like, well, that was very educational because the 90s the thing about it I noticed most was it seems like every form of music was firing on all cylinders in the 90s. Because yeah. in the I in the in the '60s, it's really rock just takes over in '64, and and it really dominates up to '73, '74, and then it gets very poppy, rocky, and sort of a singer songwritery. Mm -hmm. And then the '80s comes, and now you've got new it's wave not. bands that are selling. You know, Duran Duran comes along, the MTV generation. But in the '90s, rock is still going with Nirvana, grunge, Soundgarden. And but rap and hip hop are Go really. Back to the 90s. I mean, there's kind of a glorious phase of of that kind of music, and there's still R and B in there too. Uh -huh. You know, there's still people like, uh, well, Whitney Houston's a bad example, but there's other people. It's Prince is still hot. Michael Jackson's still putting out some good stuff. The 90s are really, I, because I, 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 I go I back and 90s. forth Prince. about. I, I do love the 90s. Yeah. I mean, I remember a lot of music that I liked, but just looking at it on the whole, it's like there's just so much going on musically. Okay, December 1990. You missed uh, 11 months. Gangstar. January. Queen Innuendo. I think that's historical revisionism. That's not that great an album. Out of Time R.E.M. Great album. Huge album. Okay, I'm just about to get fired in Phoenix, by the way. Uh, massive oh, Attack, no. Blue Lines. Yeah, I'm getting fired in July. Gish, oh, Smashing Pumpkins. God, what a great album. Bonnie Raitt, Luck of the Draw. Hey, didn't she win, like, the Where's Grammy that year? like, six. Ugh. Where's her white streak? Fugazi, Steady Diet of Nothing. Mm. Indie Rock's coming into play. Metallica. Ugh. It's got to be Nirvana August next, right? Yeah, there you go. Never mind in September. Soundgarden, Bad Motor Finger in October. Oh, what a great time period. Michael Ew. Jackson, Dangerous. 91. I was a rip when this came out. Kerplunk by Green Day. Yeah. 
Tori Amos, Little Earthquakes. Tori Amos. Hua. Vulgar display of power, Pantera. What? Ride going blank again. The Cure Wish. Yes. Iron Maiden, Fear of the Dark, May 92. June, Faith No More, Angel Dust. <laughs> That's a great cover. Megadeth, Countdown to Extinction. Unplugged Eric Clapton. <laughs> Boy, that doesn't hold up. I'm sorry. That's not iconic. I remember my buddy shoplifted that album. Why, why that album? I don't know. Hey, asshole. Dirt, Alice in Chains. <laughs> R.E.M. Automatic for the People. The most horrible song ever, possibly. <laughs> Rage! Rage! Oh my god, I love this song. The Chronic, Dr. Dre. December 92. These are all good times in my life. What are you talking about? The The Dusk. Oh, the thug got in there. I like that. Not my favorite, the thug. Oh. Radiohead, Pablo, honey. Cranberries. Everybody else is doing it, so I can't wait. Need that album. Undertow by Tool. Tool. Janet Jackson. No. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, Janet. The Verb, A Storm in Heaven. It's not the big one, but... Smashing Pumpkins, Simon's Dream. Huge. July 93. Last Splash, The Breeders. August. In Utero, Nirvana, their last album in September 93. Versus Pearl Jam. God, that's a lot of good music in a short time, isn't it? Wu-Tang Clan. Enter the Wu-Tang. Tribe's got to be next. That album was released the same day. Oh, what? Lethal Injection, Ice Cube, December 93. Tori Amos. Amos again in January. Hey. Under the Pink. Dookie, Green Day, February. Super Unknown, Soundgarden, March 94. Naz. April 94. Weezer! A blue album. May 94. Oh, Purple Stone Temple Pilots in June of 94. Reminds me of my high school girlfriend. <laughs> Music for the Jilted Generation, Prodigy. Oh. Definitely maybe Oasis, yes! This is the best time period of music, easily. <laughs> Life After Death, Notorious B.I.G. I think I might be biased. No need to argue, Cranberries. Pearl Jam Vitalogy. Better Man. Stone Roses, Second Coming. How could the first Stone Roses not be on? Because it wasn't in the 80s. Leftism by Left Field. I don't even know that album. Do you know that album? I don't album? know who the hell that is. PJ Harvey. To Bring My Love to You, PJ, yeah. Feb 95. March 95. The Benz, Radiohead. <laughs> Mob Deep. Hey, whatever happened to 3 Mafia. 6 Mafia? What happened to those Good dudes? Question. They went on Oscar, they disappeared. Jagged Little Pill, June 95. Bone Thugs in Harmony. <laughs> They're on tour. July 95. August 95. Garbage! 
stupid girl. <laughs> Daydream Mariah Carey. See, she even squeezes in here. Oasis. October 95. Your birth month. November 95, Allison Chains. 1996. Spice One, December 95. What? Oh, really? Urzum? Never heard of it. Oh. All Eyes on Me, Tupac, February 96. Celine Dion. Celine. Falling into You, March 96. Celine. Rage! <laughs> April 96. Sound on down the upside. 96 of May of 96. Not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Jay Z, June 96. Reasonable doubt. Sublime, sublime, July. Solid. Outcast, August. Weezer. Such an underrated album, Pinkerton. Antichrist Superstar, Marilyn Manson. God, there's so, so much many great going albums. on in this decade. Fixed twin. Red Man, Muddy Waters, December 96. <laughs> Punk, Homework, January 97. Just February. <laughs> the shortest song in the Rift catalog. Song, two minutes. First <laughs> B.I.G. in March of 97. Life After Death. Third Eye Blind in April. Radiohead OK Computer in May. Greatest album ever. Not. <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan Forever. Wu-Tang. Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, Missy Elliott. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> July 97. Rob Steen in August. The Burb. Urban Hymn, September. Def, there you go, Brandon. Deftones again around the fur, October. Jay Z's back in November. Eminem, not in this. He comes uh, in at the yeah, end. Very, yeah, come Robert Miles. What is this? Dumb. Air? The fuck is that? January 98? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Neutral Milk Hotel. Three albums in a row I've never heard of. Pulp! Pulp! This is hardcore! <laughs> March 98. April is Massive Attack. Uh, that's a good time. Muscle Dean. DMX. Stop! Shut him down, open up May 98. The Pumpkins are back in June. Beastie Boys! Your best album. July 98. Lauren Hill, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, August 98. Outcast in September. Fat Boy Slim in October. Beck with Mutations in November. Oscar Rhymes, December 98. Eminem's coming, I know he is. Britney yes. Spears, baby. Let's Remember when, baby? One me. more time. There you go. Eminem, February. March is Blur for 99. 
Naz for April. Backstreet Boys, gross. It's going on a bad note. Red Hot Chili Peppers in June. Mr. Bungle in July. I don't even know who that is. Puff Daddy in August. Nine Inch Nails in September! I'm surprised that's the first one he put of them in there. Most October. Two more months. Oh. Dr. Dre. Huge album. For November. And... Jay-Z. December. Volume 3, Life and Times of Sean Carter. What a great decade, and I cannot Woo. believe we watched that whole video. That's wow. that was awesome. It's exhausting. It's amazing. I mean, the variations Loved incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But wow. who are those milk people? That was unnerving. <laughs> a neutral milk? I've never heard of them. No. I don't know who they are. I don't know who the hell they are. Oh, well, it's the most iconic <laughs> album of the month, though. Iconic does not mean best selling. Yeah. Hmm. But I still don't know who they are. I don't know why they're so iconic. One of Rick Beato's videos popped up next, and it's a 28 uh, minute memory of Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> oh, really? Not playing it. Yeah, boy. Is he allowed to play it on YouTube? I mean,. Uh, I mean, he, he always does. fights those battles. Isn't Beato's like whole motif screwed up by all the? Uh, yeah, he must. doesn't play the people that sue. Yes, he knows who sues and who doesn't. Exactly. He will. When you hear a song, that means that artist has chosen not to sue people whenever they play it. Whenever he doesn't, they're very litigious, and that's why you also see him playing so much. Yeah, he loves playing litigious bands because then he gets to play and he can beat <laughs> off to it afterwards. Beato off. He's great. <laughs> oh boy, he does not like current music, man. He's very upset at the. He's got a post here. The latest top ten is shit. <laughs> wow. God, I I look at the uh, the Billboard 200 every month at least. I I don't know. I okay. I'm kind of amazed at what makes the Billboard 200, and also the oh. fact that so many old albums make the Billboard 200 because they outsell current music. Ah. I want to ask you this. Miley Cyrus's new song, that Flowers song, Do you, have you heard it? Do you have any opinion of it? I'm not sure if I've heard it or not. Okay. Because I heard it. It was on the radio. I'm like, oh, this song's not that bad. And then I heard it was Miley Cyrus, and I was horrified. That I wasn't it was playing it. That bad. I was, no, I was how are you I was, You know me. I, was, <laughs> I got kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like certain certain songs. Kids don't control the radio. What are you talking about? I pulled a Miley Cyrus drop recently because I couldn't believe how deep her voice was. The journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. What is this she The journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. Wow. Oh Jesus. Dude, I got the Flowers is not that old of a song. I mean, it's only like a month old. It is almost at a billion streams already. <laughs> it's a little disco-y, but I was surprised at how not bad it was. It's not that bad. It sounds like something, though. Can you believe she's got almost a billion streams on this already? No, I mean, it's nothing I would listen to, but crazy, man. I don't know. She's a pretty popular artist, so. I like when she does anything. rock songs. I think she does really she's well in that good voice, crossing over. So deep. 
Yeah, she covers. She has some good yeah. covers. I think some of that song sounded like the Cardigans. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it is, Brandon. Hmm. The um, the '60s is is really interesting because it starts off so your parents. I mean, your grandparents, I should say, for a lot of people. Really? Yeah, Bobby Darren. Ah. And until oh god, that until the Beatles, there's nothing in that decade. Really? Yeah, the first four years are just horrible. No Elvis. Yeah, there's a couple Elvis, but that's after he's been in the service. Um, So sixty four, it gets interesting. Then sixty six, sixty seven, sixty eight is just wow. Mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah, the seventies. LSD it, was discovered. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of really intriguing experimentation going on, and some very unique new music. And then the seventies gets—I don't know—it gets kind of um, formulaic. I think Boston and Foreigner, and you know, it just gets uh-huh. corporate. But then in the eighties, I feel like a lot of cool things were happening too. I hair mean, bands, it's though, were all over the place. Didn't hair bands define the eighties? They defined the end of the eighties. I don't think they define the 80s because they, they, that bled into the early 90s a little bit too. Mm. But then Nirvana kind of wiped that out. Yeah. Yeah. Motley Crue bummed out about it. I saw Tommy Lee oh, upset yeah. looking at him on, on MTV. <laughs> yeah. Pam and I saw Tommy. that too. I saw that too. Oh, that's right. Oh, man. <laughs> stupid Kurt oh, Cobain, yeah. man. Oh, <laughs> we got to get the band back together. I want to see everyone's dick. Where they were performing <laughs> at a record store or something like that, and people were walking past them, like, eh, yeah. get out of here. Did, uh, did you see Pamela's um, sending temperature soaring again? Is she? Yeah, she's oh. in some almost nude outfit posing on her back. Oh. But she's not nude. She's just being, she's just sending temperature soaring. Oh, that's good. I know. She's I, still I, got it. I t- oh, she's in a giant My shell. temperature did not go up. I didn't understand it. <laughs> Plus, I thought, um, oh, my God. She's doing it, of course, without makeup now, all of her posing. She doesn't up. look very good without makeup, in my opinion. I would. Uh, I don't know. She looks pretty good in that bathing suit. There. Bikini. Yeah. Talk to her. I think there's some and I like work that. being done on, that, on those. Just a feeling. What? No way. We talking about well, in her documentary, she did not look like that. No, of course. Um, they look ridiculous. Get rid of them, why don't you? But <laughs> I, I think it's going to be hard for her to send temperature soaring. Just an assessment. They look like a Vegas whore. <laughs> Just an assessment. <laughs> oh, well. Her pants. Um, <laughs> well, I just can't believe she still feels she has to do that, or is there just nothing else to do? I guess there isn't much left to do. I guess not. But she was in a musical. Do, but I'm just telling you, it's just an appraisal. Appraisal, not a system. Let's see if I give a fuck. <laughs> an appraisal. What's he doing now? Has he got anything um, going on? By the way, the comparison. In a movie with Sam Asghari. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, the wow. comparison is being made between Mel Gibson on that phone call and, and Crowder Crowley. and yeah. his woman. <laughs> because, except that I think she's aware of the camera. I, I don't think she's really baiting him. <laughs> She wasn't baiting him like Mel's girl was. She's talking to him like a child. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But that's the difference because Mel's chick was, Oksana was taping him to get him in trouble. I mean, she was goading him. How about that? God, he was taking the bait too. Big time. Well, he sure was. He he made his points. Whore. (laughs) (laughs) You make me want to (laughs) smoke. Well, thank you, everybody, for uh, for being here for the last seven years or the last two years or the last year or the last day, the last uh, six years, four years, three years. Who knows how long you've been here, but thank you for being here. And thank you for being here today. 
and subscribe to our YouTube so we can continue boogieing forward over the 7,500 mark. And um, I don't know, somebody set some ridiculous goals. I don't even want to talk about that. I'm embarrassed for them, frankly. What? We'll see. I don't know if that's going to happen. Hopefully, but who knows? Uh, anyway, the spring buying season is here. Home inventory is on the rise and rates have leveled off and are lowest as they've been in months. Might be time to buy. The first call you want to make is Hall Financial. you got a great, a ton of great programs now that can save you money off your rate and help with down payment assistance. They have the 1% down program, which is already getting a lot of bites. With up to $4,000 in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. And if you're thinking about spring, summer renovations or second home up north, take advantage of the equity in your house now. Go to their website, click the link, and in five minutes they can tell you how much equity is in your home, what you can borrow, etc., and use their Beyond Five Star service just for our audience. 866-CALL-HALL. Make sure to tell them we sent you. And Bentley will be here tomorrow. Bentley, and I hope this Bentley Hawk thing does not come to a head. I'm really trying to cool things off. Hawk's kind of being a dick. I think he's being a dick, too. He's just, me, he's just buttoning in for airtime, really. And Bastuba's jumping in there now. Righteous Rick is jumping into the fray. Is he? Yeah, I don't, it seems like everybody's piling on Bentley. I'm Team Jim. It's like my last two brain cells fighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's one of the funniest exchanges I've ever seen. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube, please. See you tomorrow. See you. Round seven.